It is a spooky week here for Review Review Podcast, because we're talking the final week of Hitchcocktober, and what better way to end it on a very spooky Halloween note than with one of the, some would say, original slasher films, 1960s. Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. <laughs> we gonna take a shower after this? We'll find out. Oh. You guys want to take a shower? <laughs> I'm going to check for peepholes. Glory holes. <laughs> That's a really small glory. We'll talk about the glory hole. Everything. On a very... Is that a glory hole edition of The Review? Review. Bates might have a bird penis. Though. <laughs> he loves birds. Loves birds. Well, he just loves stuffing them. Stop doing that motion. I'm just what mashing it in there. <laughs> oh, God. Like pushing rope. <laughs> what, a call back. what a callback. <laughs> callback to our first Hitchcocktober episode. <laughs> it's like a knot. Uh, welcome to the Review Review. Guys, we're running out of tape already. Guys, oh, we got God. a long one. We got a long... <laughs> we're out of tape. <laughs> we got a long well, yeah, show. Yeah, we got to wrap it up here. We got to cut it up. Okay. Uh, we're doing Psycho. Top of the hour tonight. Uh, of Psycho. Course, you know me as Tour to the Max Extreme. I'm Jake Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not doing favorite Steve Austin characters on television shows? Not from Nash Bridges, anyway. Oh, well, you mean, shoot! You mean the one? <laughs> Broken Skull Ranch doesn't count. Anyways, I'm Coach Havens. <laughs> I'm pushing rope. Oh, God, that's sick. <laughs> and you are correct in saying we are at the end of our rope with Hitchcocktober. Tonight. So many callbacks to our first episode. <laughs> we just love saying Sometimes rope. I just now feel... it's in my head and I can't get it out. Sometimes I just feel like we're three strangers on a train all right <laughs> why'd you poop after you said that <laughs> well that's because colas gave you the old rope-a-dope when he's uh <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to give uh give explanations oh, rope right. uh make sure to wash that tush with soap on a rope <laughs> <No>. okay <laughs> how many right. rope jokes can we make i don't know i don't know um anyway Psycho. tell us your favorite candy rope <laughs> oh just wait i will <laughs> Top five candies coming at you. Oh, top five candies coming at you in a oh few minutes here. We got mail on mail on mail tonight. Oh. Most letters ever sent. <laughs> it's going to be the oh loaded podcast. <laughs> we should just have a third show that's just mail now. <laughs> we love it, though. Uh, but hey, when are we going to talk about... Psycho? Psycho. We're going to do that top of the hour. Oh, no. Here it goes. <laughs> You're getting so fast at that now. You know what? I'm well prepared. <laughs> What? Uh, <laughs> because you lead us into it now? Absolutely, yeah, now I've got to be the lead in. in. Golly. Uh, Mustard. M- Mustard. <laughs> Mustard. Uh, but first, we're going to get into a little bit of news. I got a little bit of fun, sciencey news for you. To oh, news to of the world. Span- news of the universe. Science rules. Bam, Span bam, bam. consciousness here. NASA has discovered an asteroid. I found it uh, interesting because it's the asteroid's name is 16 Psyche. And we're doing Psycho tonight. I was like, Ooh. Anyway. It's like a rope. It, they found it between Mars and Jupiter. 
And it's made from all metals found at a core of a planet, mostly nickel and iron. And given the size of this thing, it's the size of West Virginia, P.S. Oh, oh my God. If we were able to go to it and, like, harvest all of it, it would be roughly ten quintillion dollars of ore that we could get to the uh, planet Earth. But that's a lot of ore. Guys, West Virginia, at least. Wow. Let's move to this asteroid. Yeah. Uh, SpaceX already has uh, plans to go to it in 2022. Elon Musk wants to get on that asteroid first. He wants to jump on that asteroid? He wants to get on that asteroid. <laughs> well, it's got a lot of whores on it. Whores. <laughs> whores. Sorry. Whores. Horrors. Oh. Whores. Horrors. Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a lot of very horrific things on it. Horrors? That ass has got a lot of horrors. <laughs> <laughs> next Hashtag... to each other. Is this good? <laughs> no. This has been strictly s- s- shit so far. Anyway, that's my fun sciencey news. Go to that asteroid. Troy, that's fun. Go to that asteroid with Elon Musk. He's going to personally go and drive off. <laughs> Jump on that ass with Elon. Get on that ass. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, I guess, is still set to come out this Christmas. As a Christmas surprise to probably everyone. Because many people speculate that... It will still not happen on Christmas. It'll be pushed back to maybe the summer. Uh, uh, Experts on this type of thing saying it's going to be pushed out. Even Patty Jenkins saying, like, I'd rather have it be pushed out. I don't want this to make no money. (laughs) Some might be okay, but no money? Eh, That's no good. (laughs) That's not fun. No. No money's no good. It's not fun to not make money. Patty Jenkins? The director of Wonder Woman. Oh. And one Woman eighty four. Wonder Woman. Are you just now saying words wrong just because it's fun? <laughs> now I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Is your brain melting? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, Oscar Isaac, uh, actor extraordinaire, been in some of my favorite films. As, as of late. Yeah, like uh, Batman 89. Batman 89, he was in that. Uh, <laughs> Back to the Future, he was in a couple of those. Yeah. Um, Terminator 2, he was the kid in that. So, <laughs> he, uh, he's been in my favorite shit. Uh, he's going to be actually starring in the Disney Plus. You know what's the best thing about that joke is? Cole thinks that's all true. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not? <laughs> you guys could have told me anything and I would have trusted you. <laughs> I don't believe a word you assholes are saying now. <laughs> oh, great. You put the trust on there now. Now we feel like assholes. <laughs> well, assholes. <laughs> you told me this in confidence and I trust you. <laughs> you should see if we can do that all episode. <laughs> oh, I see how this podcast is going now. Has Rita uh, gotten to you guys now? <laughs> now that she's out. She's not a pregnant idiot anymore. She's out of the clink. Yeah, now she's just an idiot with a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, is, what would you call that, Cole? Uh, an IWC? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Hashtag IWC. God. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, anyway, he's going to be playing Moon Knight in the Google, or not Google Plus, Disney Plus, Plus. <laughs> uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, television series. Are you excited about this? You guys know about Moon Knight? Not at all. Only from what you've told me. He's like Marvel's Batman, pretty much. Oh, is he? Can I trust you? But he's insane. But he's, yeah, he's got multiple personalities. I don't believe you. Why? 
Because why would I? You have nothing to go on. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust you anymore. Well, you're making the show real fun. <laughs> well, that's my job for the past seven months, making this show fun. Wow, you got Fucking me back dicks. on that one. Wow, we uh, last bit of news I have. Wow, uh, Shang Chi is actually finished filming. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, or whatever they're calling that, uh, actually filming or finished filming rather, and had not one single case of COVID nineteen on set. My God, what a superhero! Superheroes indeed. Super healthy superheroes. Wearing masks, probably. Is that his, his superpower is that he can't get COVID? Superpower is that he stays six feet away at all times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's his PPE? Uh, Where? I just heard, where's his PPE? And then I started. <laughs> I didn't say that wrong. I Where said the lemonade is made. Yeah. Okay. That's all of my news. That's Shang- all I got. Shang-Chi's superpower is he has a PPE. That's right. Use him as a nunchaku. <laughs> We're falling down a bad rabbit hole of just... <laughs> what is happening on this show right now? I don't know. I don't think anything's happened so yet. So many rope jokes right hashtag, on the top. Hashtag Shang-Chi's pee-pee. Oh my god. <laughs> uh... Guys, I got some news. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were just turning to the girl in the ring. Did you guys watch a... Uh... <laughs> oh... <laughs> Uh, guys, Borat 2, did you guys watch that? I could yet. not fit it in this week, but I want to. God, stop using <laughs> sexual <laughs> innuendos. <laughs> that was inadvertent. It's, Didn't mean it, to do Now it. it's becoming a play. <laughs> Lube this is our This is our COVID. <laughs> oh, no. It's sexual innuendos. We're, we're wrought with them. Uh, but I guess over the opening weekend, it drew in... Tens of millions of viewers. Wow, 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 wow. Imagine that box office. Imagine that money Bezos is making off this. Imagine that box. Bezos with his bald head and his weird lazy eye. (laughs) What is going on with that eye? It's He's got all the money in the world to fix it. He's half dead. (laughs) Is it really him at this point? It's probably part robot. He's got to be part robot. Call. This is Jeff Bezos part robot. I think that was on a Doctor What episode. <laughs> the American remake of Doctor Who? Yeah. Doctor What? I think I think I saw that episode where Jeff Bezos is a robot. We gotta stop this some bitch named Bezos. <laughs> what? And who better than Jake Cage? With his companion <laughs> with his trusty companion Cozy Jack Ross. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Slap a little bit of that jalapeno mustard on there. <laughs> Someone please <laughs> let's let's get this off the ground. The American remake of Doctor Who called Doctor What starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bad Old Jack Ross. Damn right. There ain't gonna be nothing better to watch on a Thursday afternoon than Doctor Foot with good old JR Cozy Jack, baby. They would put that show on Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it comes on for kids right when they get out of school. It's like the Power of the yeah. It's like the Zubumafu of years gone by. Yeah, that's an apt reference. That's one to one right there. Nobody watches Zubumafu. Hey, hey, Doctor, what? What? 
What do you mean it's bigger on the inside? <laughs> you trying piece to of, piece of shit. <laughs> Hashtag piece of shit. <laughs> Chipotle ketchup. Oh my God. Look out for it. Thursday afternoons. <laughs> Maybe I can go on our Four Patreon. Cent- Four Central. Yeah, Four Central. <laughs> 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 I think you used to watch Wishbone at 4 Central. <laughs> On Iowa Public Television. <laughs> yep, PBS. Uh, Troy, did you hear about this Assassin's Creed live-action TV series? No. Coming to Netflix. Did not. Because we all know the movie did so well. Gangbusters to warrant this television show. <laughs> and people are on board for this TV show. <laughs> Fastbender back. I don't... Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like the stuff, like the story stuff in Assassin's Creed was always so weird and boring. Like the present day stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I only ever played the first one. And I'm like, I don't like this future stuff. I know. I think I got stuck in a part that was in the present where I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I think sorry they... I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't slip a certain key in a vent. Now I'm fucking stuck here. <laughs> I think they eventually went away with that. Yeah, I think they just stopped it. Now, now it's just all just adventures in the past. But yeah, that whole fucking, like, trying to sneak around in a fucking lab. Like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah nobody. Yeah, who gives a shit? You're just some weird dumb convict that's, like, stuck in our machine. And then they're like, okay, uh, we're going to take a ten minute break. We're not going to watch you while you're walk- while you're going through our boss's desk. Yeah. Help yourself to that computer if you want. Yeah, we're not going to stop you. <laughs> we have no security, even though this is the most technologically advanced place in the history of the world. <laughs> we trust you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you only come from a family of thieves and killers. <laughs> as we've seen from your past history. Oh, what the hell are you guys talking about? You ever played an Assassin's Creed Never. Game? That makes sense. <laughs> That's on par for you. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. What the hell is the hate for me tonight? I, that was not hate. Uh, that was an apt observation from previous instances of your life. What are you, varsity? And I don't want your life. <laughs> now fire that fucking pig skin. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Troy, did you see that picture of Tom Holland as... Uh, Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake. You bet I did. What'd you think? Looks the part, I guess. The only thing is, like, Tom Holland is, like, a wee man. Yeah. Like, he I know... He still looks so young. I know, he's, like, 24 or something like that, but he still looks like a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> And for him to be like, I guess, a, Nathan Drake always just skewed older to me, like mid-30s, yeah. and he yeah. doesn't look like mid-30s. He does not. Even like, he's, I, like, maybe should be 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. And I think, what, Tom Holland's four even? <laughs> like Caddy Manager? <laughs> yes, right, the Caddy Manager. <laughs> the Caddy Manager. Wow. That rhymes. <laughs> Want to fight about it? Sure. I wouldn't take it outside. Let's take it to the streets. Take it to the streets? 
I asked Macy because she said somebody was mean to her today. So I said, did you finish it out on the street? She's like, no, cars will be there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> She's very realistic. She's very literal yeah. about everything I say. No, and I'm like, that makes it kind of there. fun. <clears throat> but it also shuts down any kind of rebuttal that I have. I'm like, I wasn't expecting you to go that literal with this. Wait till she gets to middle school. I... <sighs> yeah. Where she just throws a ton of sass back? Yep. Great. And then she just dates a guy because it'll make you piss. <laughs> God, in middle hope well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> cool. They're they're kids are getting older and older. Dude, I teach year. middle school. Yeah. I know, man. So you should be telling us. I know. Yeah, you well, should be telling us. I'll tell you off the pod. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we had an incident the other day. I'll tell you off the pod. Oh my god. That probably that sounds like an off pod conversation. That's a Patreon that's special. <laughs> Buy the Patreon, eleven ninety nine, starting in January. That's a hash that's a hashtag OPC. That's right. Off pod conversation. That's right. Off- you down with OPC. <laughs> yeah, you know me. It's a long hashtag. God. I thought I told you to stop sending me these notices, computer. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> computer. Stop. <laughs> computer. <laughs> Uh, you looking forward to that Suicide Squad? James yes. Guns movie? Or the, watching the, the old James one Guns? again. The James Guns? Yes. I am. Well, uh, James Gunn, in an interview, said that when making Suicide Squad 2, he had, quote, listening. <laughs> full freedom to kill any character, full. including, possibly, Harley Quinn. Mm. Ooh. I'm hoping that they do. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like Margot Robbie's already had, like, a good run. And for... Maybe she wants to play the character more. I don't know. I don't know. But she's already played it, like, three times. I feel like she's gotten all she can out of it. Yeah. I think it'd be, like, quite a shocking thing for her to... Like, it'd be a big thing for the movie to do. Yeah. You know? It'd get you, like, what? Like, I didn't think they were gonna do it, and they did it! James Gunn but... did it! But we like looking at her. Yes. Sir. Sure. I guess. <laughs> what? You, but uh, I'm trying not to objectify so women. But we do like looking at her. <laughs> well, I'm just breaking this down, okay? You know she can be in other movies. But yeah. not as Harley Quinn. And there's something about the Harley Quinn look oh, that we like looking God. at. All right, now I'm that we, now you're putting your us eye. in there. I'm bringing you guys into my little game a here, okay? peek into your eye. What? Is that the next James Bond? <laughs> My eyes are clouding over right now from the amount of beer I've had so far. I want to peek into your eye. (laughs) What is going on? It's the next James Bond. Oh my god, octopusy? A peek into your eye. Octopusy? Easy. We heard you the first time. You have to say it again louder. We get it, Cole. There was a fucking James Bond movie that had pussy in it. Octo pussy. <laughs> Stand still. <laughs> Guys, Rick and Morty. It's you back. watch Rick and Morty? Uh, I do. It's not something I watch uh, religiously. Okay. So you don't pray to it? I don't pray to it. <laughs> you don't um, light incense on an altar and say, praise Rick? I've done that, but I don't watch it uh, all the time. So oh, yeah. as a separate incident. You don't go to church yeah. every Unrelated. Sunday? Oh, yeah, sure. The Church of Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's right up the street. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> they do a turkey dinner every Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yum. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. That oh. Szechuan sauce they pour all over <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> they just give you the turkey and nugget form. <laughs> yeah. Always got a pickle with it. <laughs> well, uh, Dan Harmon teasing the Rick and Morty season five, saying it's on schedule. Everyone kind of worried because uh, the last the last two seasons were uh, very far apart. Mm-hmm. By very far apart, I mean about like two and a half years apart. Mm-hmm. I was going to say they're only in season five? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that show's been around for ten there years. Was, it's pretty close. Well, uh, well, it probably came out seven years ago. Maybe? Should I look it up? Sure, go ahead and look it up. But like the first three seasons is what all that anybody had. Yeah. For the longest time, and they just, like, kept playing them and playing them and playing them. And First think... episode, December 2nd, 2013. Oh, Seven years? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Squeeze that rope in! The only... Well, you were starting a long way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but then I don't think I've ever seen season four yet. Because I, I thought Hulu would have them, but yay... Uh, but nay. <laughs> but nay. Not. Uh, that's because uh, HBO Max scooped that shit up. Well, fuck me, right? <laughs> fuck me. I need to get that fucking Google Chromecast TV plug-in or whatever, so I can just... It does. It, it works. It works. I have one. Do you? Yeah. I can play HBO Max on my phone <laughs> through that Google Chromecast. It's nice. That's what I need. Switching them out. But I feel if I buy one, Chelsea would be steamed because she probably wants they're to buy me not... that for Christmas or a present. Oh, okay. I was going to say, they're not that expensive. I know. I, they're like 50 bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to switch it out. I'm just going to do it. And then she can. How long can she be mad at me, right? So, I, like, <laughs> I remember like we went we went on vacation and I bought one on a whim just so I could watch what I wanted to on like a hotel TV. <laughs> Like I was that I'm that fucking spoiled with TV now that I was like, fuck cable. I'm gonna buy a, a Google Chromecast so I can watch my shit on this hotel TV. Excellent. Well, I think that's what I'm gonna do. It'll be a next purchase, I think. Mm. Besides the land, It'll be... that's a big purchase. <clears throat> I might have to put all other purchases on hold until this land Including deal goes land. through. It's good to own land. It is good to own land. Just stand outside with a big cigar and a snifter full of brandy. Every day to look just at sit land. in the middle of your lot. <laughs> yeah. Just like the snifter of brandy just like, hello. <laughs> I see you're looking at my land. That's right. It is mine. I you hope I see this. <laughs> you can look, but you need permission to touch. <laughs> yeah. I want this to happen. Uh, my last bit of news. And uh, uh, ironically, it's James Bond news. Oh Since my! Since we talked about octopusy. Look, uh, Come on! What was it called? A look into your eye? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no time to die. Big whoop! It rhymes. Want to fight about it? Uh, won't go. <laughs> they won't go straight to streaming. There was actually some uh, rumors that it might go to streaming, but now it won't. But they said in an interview that they did have conversations with Apple and Netflix. At one point, oh. about putting it on. If one it of went those to platforms. Apple TV Plus, I would be pissed. I know. No one gives a shit about Apple. Nobody gives a shit about that. Well, did you hear? <clears throat> so Apple fucking sucks. They bought up 
uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and now they won't put it on network TV this year like they do every year. For real? Yeah. They bought the rights to it, the It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, so you can only watch on Apple+. Plus. They're, they're not playing it on network TV now. I want everyone listening to this to spam Tim Cook. Yeah. And call him a fucking idiot. Tim Cook, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You're taking away a network? That's right. Television tradition so you can fucking jerk off all over Charlie Brown and his friends. Yeah. Is that the modeling guy? What? No, it's the guy that took the guy that... over for Steve Jobs after he died. Oh, I'm thinking of Tim Gunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, never yeah. mind. You could also what? yell at him, I guess. Yeah. I what the hell, Tim Gunn? You're going to jerk off all over Charlie Brown and his big pumpkin. One minute, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, everyone tweet at Tim Cook. Give me... Or that. at Tim Gunn to tell Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that great pumpkin. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that great pumpkin. <laughs> Pumpkin, <laughs> give me that great pumpkin. <laughs> give me, give me that great pumpkin. Great G R eight. Of course, <clears throat> of course, that's all my news. Oh, oh good, cause I'm here, guys. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, you're did so. Just speak with a lisp again. Yeah, sure did. Because. <laughs> Oh, Cozy Jack's here to take you back, baby. We got any theme music for me? Nope. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cozy Jack's conceited. He likes nah, the theme music. Nah, now you're just dragging it out. Oh, my God. I love that shit. <laughs> so, I was looking up today. You just took a shit, right? I just took a shit. Soap on a rope. Yeah. Soap. It's all that jalapeno mustard in my system. <laughs> smoking over here anyways guys let me tell you something so i was looking up some information today so psycho came out in 1960 psycho what do you think i said you said psycho like mr psycho i also thought that i'm talking the hitchcock classic psycho okay classic psycho not not psycho psycho Got it. What? <laughs> I'm on board. Doctor what? <laughs> Doctor what? So anyways, 1960 didn't have any films that I was super familiar films with. Films like so. what? Like? God damn it, I don't know. Okay? <laughs> but, so I looked up this. <laughs> what about that Hitchcock movie you brought up earlier? Psycho? <laughs> Is that, you're talking about Psycho? Yeah, anyway, anyways, so I looked up the sequel to Socko. Is that Socko 2? So- is it Socko 2? You're damn right, it's Socko 2, okay? <laughs> if you're south of the border, it's Socko Dose. Anyways, so Socko 2 came out in 1983. Good year for Mid-South and the Cowboy. Anyways. <laughs> this character is so niche <laughs> that I literally think one or two people get any of this. And they're sitting here in the room. 
is niche some fancy word for nice? <laughs> Anyways, so I'm wearing. It's, it's this this yeah this character's very nice. <laughs> Anyways, yep. So I. <laughs> so I'm looking up the top movies, and I don't have a whole bunch of goddamn info for you on these. We're just gonna go with them, okay? Take Top movies of 1983 with Cozy Jack taking same, you back. The same year that what movie came out? Socko 2. <laughs> okay. Socko 2. Anyway, number 10. And mind you, 8 of the 10 are summer blockbusters. Oh, my God. Wow. Summer blockbusters. Wow, wow, wow. So number 10, I know it had Bill Murray in it. 1983, Bill Murray. Stripes. Not Stripes. Caddyshack. Cat. No, not Caddyshack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. It's the not, Whoopi oh, Goldberg classic. Oh, oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> Caddyshack is the one with Bill Murray, isn't it? It oh, is one my of them. God. Yes. This is <laughs> Bill Murray is not in this movie, is it, Cole? <laughs> Bill Murray's not in this movie now. <laughs> this is my new favorite segment. <laughs> It's National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> oh, my. Oh Who's my the dude God. in National Lampoon's Vacation? Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Chevy Chase. Oh, Chevy Chase up in here. Hey, uh, Rusty. Causing me wrong. Hey, Rusty, we're uh, we're going to go to Wally World. I can't do a good Bill Murray impression. <laughs> a who impression? Bill Murray. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number Sorry. nine, Socko <laughs> 2. Number nine, I know this one had old Tom Cruise in it. Days of Thunder. Nope, not Days of Thunder. Uh, cocktail. Not Cocktail. Is that some jizz joke? <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your humor so blue, Cozy JR? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you're the cowboy. Anyways. Le- legend. No, what? You guys are all wrong. Um, what's that one that? Might as well tell me it's uh, Terminator Two in it. What's that one movie that he did with uh, Paul Newman? Uh, I don't know. He played billiards in it. It's gonna be fun to say with my my speech impediment. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you what, number nine is Risky Business. <laughs> oh, okay. Risky had Tom Cruise, right? I yeah. wouldn't mind reviewing yes. that on this show because it's pretty fucked up. It's about a high school that runs a brothel out of his parents' house. Wow, <laughs> sounds wow. interesting. I mean, I've never seen that. Well, looks like we got to dip into some risky business coming up. (laughs) Anyways, number eight, the Bee Gees had a song over this one. Staying Alive? Staying Alive, number eight. (whistles) Staying Alive. I think that's the, is that the sequel to Serenade Fever? Is it? I think it is. I don't know about these movies. Cozy Jack's just taking you back. I don't know about a damn thing. Bill Murray's in it. I know. Is he? (laughs) Oh, shit. You guys can go suck eggs. It's Bill Murray, Whoopi Goldberg, and John Travolta. I don't believe a goddamn word you say. Now, number seven. Hold on. Let me think of who would have been in this one. Oh, no. I'm going to say. Hmm. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was in this one. I can't wait to find out these not in this. I guarantee you Michael Keaton was in this one. Number seven. Top movie of 1983. Number seven. Mr. Mom. I was going to guess Mr. Mom. Well, you're too goddamn slow. Well, you're not even letting us guess. You're just well, you got to be is. quick. I got so much Chipotle ketchup running through me. 
He's got a case of the runs <laughs> on that Chipotle ketchup. Number six is a Bond movie. I've said it quite a few times here tonight already. <laughs> is it Octopussy? It is Octopussy! It is Octopussy. <laughs> God damn it. Octopussy. I could have gone all the rest of the show without hearing that word again. Well, that was the number six top movie in 1983, Octopussy. Number five. God. Number five. I think had a young... Hold on. Let me think here. Who played in Ferris? You know, that kid they had the day off. Who Players, played in Ferris? Bueller. Yeah, uh, Bueller. Bueller. Matthew uh, Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick married war that games? dame. It's War Games. Number five top movie nineteen. See, I know more about this shit than you guys give me credit for. <laughs> it's very deceiving because we don't yeah. think you do. Because sometimes you don't. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Number four. <laughs> I don't know who the hell's in this movie at all. It's trading places. Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> who the hell are they? What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know who they are. Oh. Don't grill me, Rita. Jesus. <laughs> Number three. Well, you fade out of character. <laughs> like you're already done with the bit. What character? <laughs> sometimes this thing goes away. Sometimes it stays. Number three. Let's see who the hell was in this one. Oh my Patrick God. Swayze. Uh, Ghost. Shit, that might not be right. Flashdance. Was it? Was he in Flashdance? Uh, I think he was. Son of a bitch! It's Flashdance. Number three. <laughs> Flashdance. I, I don't think or he no, was, in, he was in Dirty yeah, Dancing. He was in Dirty Dancing, and he was in what's the one where the town doesn't like dancing? That's Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's Kevin Footloose. Bacon. Footloose. Ah, see, I know this shit. All right. Who the hell's in Flashdance? Was it Jesse from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> no, it wasn't yes. Jesse. <laughs> can't stop, can't stop, can't stop. Anyways, number two, I don't know this movie at all. <laughs> but it's called Tootsie. Uh, Dustin Hoffman? <laughs> Who the hell is Dustin, Dustin Hoffman? Hoffman. Oh, Dustin Hoffman's that Screech? a woman. Is that Screech? Yeah. Yes. Dustin Diamond, he died in a prison riot. <laughs> Jesus. No, he didn't. That's false news. Where'd you read that? FalseCelebrityRumors.com Anyways, number one, number 1983. One. Number one, as, as the Hulkster said once. Number one, uh... Oh, stop licking your lips. This is one of my movies I came to fall in love with in the past few months. Thanks to you assholes making me watch them every goddamn Monday. Monday. Rambo? Uh, no, it's not the Ramboners. <laughs> yes, uh, Empire oh, Strikes Empire Back. Strikes it back. is Star... Oh, no. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Star Wars Episode V. <laughs> v. Return of the V. And that blew everything out of the damn water. I bet you it did. $250 million in 1983. <laughs> Where, so did, where did Socko 2 rank in that? I'll tell you. Hold on. Let me go down a little bit. Surprisingly, Socko 2 <laughs> fell right between. At, it fell at number 23. 23. Uh, came right after. Or sorry, right before Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Which was released in 1975. It must have been a re-release. Yes. I would say it's a re-release. And uh, number 22 right in front of it was... Porky's 2 the next day. 
You got two sequels. You got Porky's <laughs> 2 followed by Psycho 2. Great. Psycho followed two. by Psycho 2. You know, I've heard Psycho 2 is not a bad sequel. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's got the same uh, main character, even. Oh, yeah. Anthony Perkis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but even Leonard Moulton says that he likes it. Yeah. He says it's not warranted, but it's still good. Like, it's not bad at all. Wow. I know. Anyway, fun fact about Socko 2. Oh, Socko 2. Thank you, guys. Cozy Jack. Don't worry. I'll be back. Uh, Boomer Sooner. <laughs> Play off. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. Wowee. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, what do we want to do next, huh? Well, uh, get that guy out of here. How about uh, since we got a smorgasbord of mail? Let's yes, mail. we got a smorgasbord of mail. We've got the most letters we've ever received. Emails. My God. And we have physical mail sent to the review review pod guys from signed KV. Oh my God. That's right. I'm the notorious got, KV. I've got my. My my mail shears. shears. (laughs) And here we are. She's gifted us with Doc Chocolate. What? Orange (laughs) slices. Doc Chocolate? Doc Chocolate. Orange slices. Ooh. Before you dump into those, we gotta play uh, this. (laughs) Of course, the mail screen. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to open these up so we can munch on these if we want. Now, honestly, uh, KV, when you were emailing me before, I literally thought you, I didn't know you meant these. I thought you meant like the orange that you like whack on the table and it splits up into its own slices. Yes. That's what I thought you meant, but I'll take these nonetheless. Okay. Let me dig into those orange Mm. slices there. Go ahead. Super skeptical of these. They're like gummy oranges? Yeah, they're gummy oranges with a chocolate outside. Okay, I'm going to try this. KV, if this sucks... It's on your ass. I want to punch your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. So this will be right here on the table if you want some more. Um, Oh yeah, let me open up the rest of this mail. You know what? I kind of enjoy those. Yeah, they're not too bad. They're not as uh, strong... As an orange flavor, as I thought. I'm going to make a lot of noise and grab two more. Good, good. Uh, First letter we have of the evening. Uh, Another special message from Western Australia. We have Jude Smith writing back in to the show. Uh, Hey and hello once again, fellas. Been a while, so I figured another write-in might be in order. (laughs) Okay, so. Hitchcocktober. Top Hitchcock movies of mine are at... Number five, yeah. The Birds. It's so dumb, but what a concept. <laughs> Number four, 39 Steps. Love a good spy movie. Never seen 39 Steps. I've actually never heard of 39 I Steps. I never heard of it. I watched a version of 39 Steps as a play where all the parts were played by two people. Was it good? It was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Pretty cool to watch. Never heard of it. Uh, number three, Rope. First Hitchcock movie I saw and studied in film class, so depending on the day, it could take his top spot. Rope? Pretty good, my Mm -hmm. IMO. Mm -hmm. It's up there. Uh, Number two, Rear Window. Love Jimmy Stewart. Also, the Simpsons parody is a top notch, just by the way. Uh, I'll talk about Rear Window later. 
Me and Molly might have watched it over this past weekend. Ooh. Ooh. Spoilers. Number one, Psycho, because, I mean, come on. <laughs> Totes. Uh, also, Vertigo is sometimes number one, depending on the day. So, yeah. I haven't seen Vertigo either. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I need, um, to, I need to make Molly watch Vertigo for the last, probably the last Hitchcock movie we watched before we put him away for a little bit. We're starting to, we're, starting I feel to like get, we're starting to get, like, the Hitchcock okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Hitchcock okays. Um, and speaking of lists, I present my admittedly boring candy list. Oh. Now, I don't know if he doesn't say if uh, he's not into candy or if just in Australia they're shit out of luck with candy. We're not sure about this yet. Jude, right back in. Yeah. Uh, number five, Boost Bar. You guys heard of this? Never. No, no never. I have never had it either. Uh, with peanuts. Not available in the U.S., but take my word for it, nice, thick, chocolatey goodness. Well, you know, we do accept mail. We do accept mail. Overseas, the shipping, extravagant for a probably $2 candy bar. For a bar. Boost Bar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number four, Reese's Pieces. The cups are inferior to the pieces. Reese, what? Okay. Hot opinion. Hot. Ooh. I may talk on this later. Do we need to chat about it later? I'm going to talk We're on We're going to bring it up. We're going to talk a lot of candy tonight. I'm going to talk on this later. I was also going to write these down to see how many people uh, vote for the same thing. Oh, good idea. Mm -hmm. Good idea. So let me open up another page here. I know Boost Bar's <laughs> not repeated. <laughs> As you pop another... Chocolate orange. So They're pretty good. Reese's yeah, Pieces. Give me one. Okay, we got that one. Um, number three, Junior Mints. Ooh. They are just so refreshing. Now, see, Molly was talking up Junior Mints before I left too. Mm -hmm. She's not a. She's not even that big of a candy fan, but she said that she she will look out for Junior Mints. Now they're not. I'm gonna spoil my list a little bit. Not on mine, but. No. I get where he's coming from. I like a junior mint from time to time. They are very refreshing. That's right. It's like a mint, but chocolate junior. You got it. Yeah. Never been said better. Yeah. Really, good, number, really good job. <laughs> number two. Guys, we're on odd tape. <laughs> <laughs> number two. And I know this is an Australian um, exclusive. Tim Tams. Uh, Tim Tam, what? Uh, you poor, poor American bastards. Basically chocolate-covered biscuits but a million times better than it sounds. Now, biscuits are cookies over there. Yeah. So. Oh, thanks for clarifying that. What? Yeah, you're welcome. We got Twix, motherfucker. Yeah, Twix is cookie, caramel, and chocolate. Yeah. Did Tim Tam stack up to Twix? Time will tell. Send us a Tim Tam. Send us a we'll Tim Tam. A, Stop we'll with the tease. <laughs> we'll do a Tim Tam, a Tim Tam Twix challenge. <laughs> oh, uh, time will tell if Tim Tams will stick up to Twixes. <laughs> Uh, and number one, peanut M&M's, simple, quaint, and a classic. No, shut up. Wow. Wow, wow, hate wow, 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 M&M's? I don't hate them. I'm just not a fan of peanut M&M's. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk about that with my list. We will. I'm writing down, um... I don't mean to say shut up, Jude. I'm sorry. M&M's. I got really fired up because I'm candy. Christ. Uh, one final note, Hard Spank Havens. Rocky Three is what? the best in the franchise for sure. We were talking about Rocky maybe two weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Um, if you need another fan suggestion, that's mine. The Ooh. training montage alone, goddamn. For Rocky okay. 3? For Rocky 3. For Rocky wow. 3, okay. okay. It'll be fun just to jump into the middle of a series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And that'll do it, fellas. When you ask, is this good? I honestly can't say whether the show is good or not. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. But I can say without a doubt that I enjoy listening so, so much every week. Definitely a bright spot in the dark era that is my early 20s. So keep up the good work, fellas. And excited for the cage match. Hashtag Chavi Shivers. Oh. Regards. Maybe not your favorite Jude, but definitely the top two, Jude Smith. There you go. All right. <laughs> Jude's on board for that Christmas special. Uh, thanks we for... got to figure out what to review for that Christmas special. It's got to be something oh, yeah. special for, uh, for, for a the Chobby Christmas ship. <laughs> Stop special saying the... special. Mm-hmm. Guys, we think it's something special for the Christmas special. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about it. The Christmas, the Christmas special, Chobby Shivers special, special, special. <laughs> That's right. So special. <laughs> Great pumpkin. Uh, next letter from Travis Horn. Oh, oh gutter slut. God. Gutter slutter himself. Gutter Chipotle catsup. <laughs> yes. Is the, is the uh... Use catsup. <laughs> and he has it all enunciated in syllables. <laughs> Chipotle catsup. <laughs> First off, guys, don't worry. I'm not binging and purging my candy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, my Those list. Abs, you can't do it. Well, what? check your DMs. You might be saying something otherwise to you <laughs> yeah. now that he's your personal confidant <laughs> through DMs. <laughs> Easy. Uh, <laughs> my list was based off what I remember those sweet, delicious treats being like. These sweet gutters need to keep dripping, and sugar will only take away from the curves. Oh my God! Uh, will you stop? Dedicated, body, body conscious, bitch. Dedicated. Uh, you, <laughs> also, you cozy son of a bitch, how many condiments do we have to hear drip from your lips? <laughs> Only one. Jalapeno mustard. <laughs> Bucky, I love the haunting of Bly Manor. I also highly recommend this. There you go. Um, great British baking show thoughts. He sends uh, a link to this. Opening it. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> we got trolled again with an Everclear playlist. Come on! <laughs> That's becoming uh, a thing I hate. Oh. <laughs> Energy, I can't stand you anymore. Uh, signed, your gutter slutter, JT Energy, sent from my iPhone. So before you go on, the gutter slutter himself sent me his top five candies. Okay, let's do okay. it. Okay, in order, number five, caramel apple suckers. Oh, okay. 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 That's how he keeps them gutter slutters. That's true. Number four, Mr. Goodbar Minis. Okay. Okay. Well, of course they got to be minis. Well, you're a weirdo for liking the good bars. Number three. Oh, my God. I've had too much to drink already. Snickers. Okay. Number two, Twix. Okay. Rounding out. The left left or the right one? Uh, you know what? He didn't specify. Right He's in. rounding out with. <laughs> write it in. Let us know. <laughs> and rounding out with the traditional number one, the Kit Kat. The Kit Kat. Wow. The he Kit really Kat. likes chocolate and cookie. He does. Wow. He does. He does. Uh, or so, wafer. Two, wafer two vices in one. <laughs> Since I am talking How does it keep already. Them gutters so clean. We so have vicey. We have a new write-in. Whoa. Oh my lordy. From on Twitter, known as Mike Honcho. <laughs> oh my oh, no. god. Not Stumpy. Mr. Stumpy himself <laughs> oh. has told me his top five candies. 
Okay, like, uh, there's one fucking fly in here that is driving me insane. Also, Sorry. a Japanese beetle that is, like, crawling all over me. It's okay. It's all right. All right. All right. So, I don't know if these are in order or not. He did not put a numbered order to them. Okay. But I will list them off. Gummy bears. Oh, my. All right. I don't agree. Snickers. Ooh, two for Snickers. Snickers. Three Musketeers. Okay. I knew you'd go with that one, Troy. You fucking idiot, Troy. Ooh, idiot. Peanut M&M's. Three Musketeers, Peanut M&M's. And this one, I don't know if it falls under the category of candies, but he put it in there, and let's just go with it. Hershey Pies from Burger King. Hershey Pies? No. In, hold on. No. In, in, no. You're bleeding into next month. No. That doesn't here's, even count. Here's his final words. Get stoned and discover the Hershey Pie. Disqualified. Yeah. His number one. Troy, no- erase everything that you wrote down from his list. <laughs> sorry, Mike Honcho. I don't remember what I put down. <laughs> no, sorry. Your number one does not count. It does not count. We are the judges, juries, and executioners Look, of this list. Tried for you, stuff. It, it worked for next month, but we're in candy right now. We're in right. Candyland right we're now. We're in Candyland. <laughs> With King Candy. Did anyone else get message candy lists? Otherwise, I'll continue with the mail. No, no one cares about me. Okay, great. Um, This one coming in. Oldest man alive. Mm. Entitled Halloween Candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gents, even Cozy Jack. Oh, what here's the- my you all hate me. of top Halloween candy. Now, he has top tens here. Oh, my God. He has a top Jesus ten list. Christ. I'm only going to write down this top five hey, I on this. I steal one more of these. Yeah, go ahead. His number ten, mini Milky Ways. Why number nine. Mini? Why minis? Why they got to be minis? Well, aren't they always minis handing them out? Listen, if somebody's handing out full-size candy bars, those are obviously the best ones, right? But we're dealing with minis here. Those usually in the multi-packs. My first time doing trick-or-treating, I got full-size candy bars because I want to be the cool house. You, th- God damn. You know, I also have a friend that hands out beer to the adults. Hey, you handed me beer last year. I did. Oh, my that's lordy. That's because you were one of the two families that showed up at my house because it was snowing that year. <laughs> I like it. Uh, number nine, Skittles. Number eight, Starburst. Skittles. Number seven, Mini Twix. Number six, Mini Snicks. <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Twix right. and Snicks. Now I'll start writing them down. Number five, Smarties. Oh, get out of here. I'm surprised to see it in the top five, actually. Mm. Uh, Number four, mini Kit Kats. We got two for Kit Kats now. Number three, mini Crackles. Okay. Crackles are okay. They're like a Crunch Bar's ugly cousin. (laughs) 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 Um, They're the easy one. The first one for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the minis, mini uh, PB Cups. And then number one, the mini Butterfinger. Oh, wow. Butterfinger. I, uh, okay. Georgie. I'll bring up my list later. I might revise my list just based off of that, but it's something else that I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, okay. And at the way bottom of the list below everything else, candy corn. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, That's true. Candy corn should not be on a list. Of anything. In my Unless younger, it's your I, best garbage. I'll admit, in my younger years, I liked candy corn. Fucker. You fucker. I was a weird kid, though. Still are. I love... Fuck you. Wow. I love the pumpkins. 
Those are bigger candy corns. Those yeah, are I know. more There's garbage. And I love them. I love them. Oh, God. I could eat handfuls of them every October. And as the hashtag oldest man alive, my decades of experience dictates that this is the only list that matters. And with that, you may discuss amongst yourselves the greatness of my list, sent from my iPhone. Tell JT Energy the sent from my iPhone is my thing. Uh, quit stealing my shit. Oh, there wow. you go. Hey, Eric, your list sucks. We got heat going in the uh, letters Guys, right now. Heat now. That's right. Here we go. Next letter from Jody. <laughs> Whoa! What? Whoa! That is right. Eric and Jody sent separate lists. Holy this, shit. This might split their family I wonder if apart. they made them sitting far apart on the couch. I hope so. Hopefully they weren't even in the same room. Oh, Locked one in the bathroom just so you can turn the water on so you can't tell they're typing. Is there dissension within the household based off our candy list? Better write in. Oh, shit. Uh, gentlemen, long time, first time, thought I would send you my list of favorite Halloween candy. Now, she doesn't have these numbered. Oh, So I'm novice. just going to read right down the list. Fair enough. Um, she also has two sets of lists going here, so I don't know what's what's what. What are you Whoa. doing, Jody? Jody. I'm going to take your top ones here you're as your the, favorites. You're treating this algebra like, like fucking calculus right now. You don't need to go this far. <laughs> I'm going to take your top list here as your favorite Halloween candies and the bottom ones as your runners up. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, fun size Snickers is on there. So I'm going to put another one for Snickers. Uh, fun size Butterfingers. There's two for Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Fun size Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. There's two for Peanut Butter Cups. Fun size three Musketeers. There we go. Uh, here's her runners-up. Runts, Skittles, Jolly Ranchers, Red Hots, Laffy Taffy, Starburst. Oh, so she did a chocolate and she did a candy list. Are we going down that road again? I mean, that's did we do that what, already? I don't know, but that's kind of what she did, right? She did yeah. one list of just chocolates and yeah. one list of like sugary candies. Yeah. Not that chocolate isn't sugary in America, and but I, yeah. Right. I yeah. Not non-chocolates. I, I got I I mix them. I don't do the I don't do the sugary right. candies yeah. anymore. I mix them. My teeth suck. I can't do the candy right. sugary candies. They're like chalk at this point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they like they like the, the 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 small crystallized sugars find their way into like what cavities I have in my teeth and just like gnaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't I agree. do that shit. I'm with you. My teeth right suck. There. I'm with you. My teeth suck, guys. Well, our teeth all suck. Our teeth all suck. It's probably all this beer I drink every week. Probably. I feel, also feel a sneeze coming on. It could happen in any no. Oh, no. COVID. Oh. Um, happy Halloween from the... <laughs> oh, no! <There> <laughs> happy Halloween from the ancient wife. So there oh, you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. Uh, Dinosaur Neil. Oh, my God. How show. many more do we oh, have? We have shit. three more letters. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Dinosaur Neil writes in number five nerds. Ooh, I'm gonna write I, that down. In my in my not shitty teeth years, I loved nerds. Oh yeah. Uh, number four, peanut M and M's. Oh, get, Neil, we got we got beef. Uh, number three, Three Musketeers. Number two, Almond Joys. Oh, oh I love okay. you. I love you. Ugh. That's the first one here. Uh, and then oh, number one, geez. Snickers. Snickers taking another oh. one up here. Where is it? There you go. There's Dinosaur Neil's top Man. five list. Good Which list, guys. Just a simple list. Uh, here we Man. go. Neil, when Neil gets hungry, he does not want to wait. <laughs> Why wait? Shut you know? up. Shut up. Here we go. Up. Top five candies list and my pick for fan service November. What? We're taking fan 
Fan service? We're going to service our fans? We're going to service them for November. Under the yeah. table or above the table? That's, I mean, dealer's I mean, choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> so this is from OJ. Oh! Right. No. oh Jay. Yep. You boys are sure running a professional podcast over there, <laughs> let me tell you. A couple of weeks ago, I emailed and specifically asked if the list was supposed to be just for candy in general or Halloween candy. And the answer y'all gave was top five candies, not Halloween candies. <laughs> we definitely forgot about that. If that was the case, I don't remember anything I say after we hit stop. I don't no. give a shit. I just, I just did top five candies. We're professionals. But what did you tweet out yesterday? Send us your top five Halloween candies. You guys suck. So, in the spirit of the season, here are Fair my enough. top five Halloween candies, the ones that you can usually only find around Halloween, and the ones that I was most likely to steal from my kids' candy buckets after they got home from trick-or-treating. Number five, those weird flavored Tootsie Rolls. Oh, oh my god, foodies are the shit! Yeah, what are they called? The fruities? Yeah. Yeah, fruities, let they're me good. Write, let me write those fruities down. Fruities are the shit, dude. I... I would fucking jump in front of kids during parades to grab fruit. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'd peel them off the concrete, dude. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my way, you uh, eight-year-old bastard. Yep. I want that I'm 30. A horse could step <laughs> yeah. on them and drop a deuce, and I'd still, like, oh, once it's cleaned I'd up, give it to I'd dig through it like it was fucking gold. Like it yep. was the goddamn mosquito in Jurassic Park. Yep. Guys, we're running out of tape here. We got Dino DNA. Gotta keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can... Uh, we all can hopefully agree that Tootsie Rolls are straight up trash. But you know yeah. those ones that are seemingly only come in the big bags of cheap mixed candy Fuck. to give out for trick-or-treating? Delicious. So the good. Cherry, ones? orange, lemon, and vanilla Tootsie Rolls are so much better than the regular oh, poop-flavored kind. Dude. Yes. OJ, you're the bomb. Yeah. Uh, number four, Nerds. Another one for Nerds. Man. Uh, nerds in a little individual boxes are great. Just pretend it's a shot glass of candy and pour the whole thing in your mouth at once. That is good. That's the only way to actually. Dude, you're it giving is. advice it on how is. to eat these. OJ, are you a saint? He he is something else. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, number three, Swedish fish. I don't know what the flavor of these are supposed to be. I think the flavor is just red, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, Laffy Taffy. Let me write that down. Oh, shake it. Okay. Shake out Laffy Taffy. Uh, yeah, but that's my joke. None of that banana bullshit. <laughs> Gross. Yes. 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 OJ. <laughs> OJ. Drive here right now so I can high five you. I love the banana Laffy Those Taffy. It's my favorite. Laffy, wow. It tastes like fucking house insulation. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's fucking gross. It's my favorite. It's terrible. Shut up. Grape- it ruins anything Laffy Taffy. <laughs> You're a jerk. Grape, strawberry, and cherry only. Bonus yes. points. Every rapper has a joke on it that's almost guaranteed to be funnier than anything Hot Takes says in a whole episode of <laughs> Oh my god! I'm done! Get here now, I OJ. am so done with you, <laughs> oh, my hand, wow. My hand is quivering in anticipation for it. High five me. I'm pissed now. Um, And as number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Pumpkins... <laughs> Mm. He wrote pumpkins, but I said pumpkins. Pumpkins is where it's at. Look, I can respect Joel's take about how the edge of the Reese's cup gives you a good texture. That's true. That little bit of crunch you get is satisfying. But the peanut butter to chocolate ratio in the pumpkins and Easter eggs and Christmas trees is just better than the regular cups. 
Okay, look. I I'll, agree. I'll give it to you, but I love the crunch. I'm just going to say it. I'm okay. Sorry. All right. Sorry, not sorry. I feel there's going to be more on this a little bit later. Sorry, so, sorry. I'm going to leave it at that. And since next week is November, it's time to reveal my pick for fan service November. Oh. Now his, Why are you calling this service? I don't know. So, this is going to be actually the first one I'm going to read. So, this is going to be our next, okay. next, one. Okay. next okay. episode for Thursday. Okay. Here we go. I'm letting you pick. So, there you go. Here we go. Um, so back when I was in college in the mid to late nineties, there was one movie that all of my friends agreed was great. I bought it on VHS and we were about, uh, about wore the thing out over the four years we were in a hall in high school. We already watched Showgirls. (laughs) (laughs) It's the 1977 Paul Newman comedy about a minor league hockey team slap shot. All right. I just rewatched it for the first time in years a couple of weeks ago and it still holds up for the most part. There's a few homophobic jokes and slurs in it that don't age very well, but the story is pretty good, and the hockey scenes are are fun. I can still quote large chunks of the movie because it just has some hilarious dialogue and one-liners. Real curious to see what you boys think about it. I think you're in it for a real treat. Also, it's free to watch on Amazon Prime, so you're welcome. Awesome. That's it. Y'all keep being awesome. Your pal, OJ. Wow. Cool. So slap shot it is. Next week, slap, it's slap shot. shot. I do have more things. I'm going to collect them all and write them down because I think our month may be full, even if we put in a um, leftover turkey episode. Wow. Cool. There. So, there we go. do that. See danger. See danger. We got your list right here before we get to our last oh letter. God. Uh, did you want to do your list live, or do you want me to read them off? Read it off. Okay. At uh, number five, we have Peanut M&M's. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Yeah, Peanut M&M's making house, another appearance. Number five, okay? <laughs> they suck. Uh, number four, Twix. She doesn't specify right or left, so don't hang her. Uh, number three, Twizzlers. First appearance oh. in those. Those small little mini double packs. Chelsea. Okay. You might as well have farted in the room saying Twizzlers. <laughs> Easy, fellas. Okay, there's a lady present. <laughs> number two. Topless, you son of a... Snickers. <laughs> and number one. Almond Joy. Oh, you oh, win. My God. No, I... Yeah. I, I nice. Thank you for that redeeming... Yep, Almond win. Joy. <laughs> you bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. You're, you're telling me you wouldn't we'll eat see. the Twizzlers, the single wrap? I would. I mean, my mom never bought those to hand out, but when you got them in your bag, you're like... You don't make it. friends with Twizzlers. <laughs> you don't make friends with Twizzlers. Easy. Guys, we haven't had a licorice holding, said yet. I'm holding back. It's me. I said licorice. I know back. you did, but no, nobody else yeah. is saying licorice yet. That's right. Cole hasn't even brought up his gross-ass fucking black licorice yet either. Oh, what? Why? <laughs> Why do you think I'm going to bring Why up black licorice? Pi- are you taking a picture of me as Waldo? Last. Yeah, for the show. Okay. Last bit of mail we have here. Yes. For Now, bringing the class. <gasps> It's Judith. It's Judith. Oh, Judith's writing back in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she writes, Hi guys, love listening to your latest couple of episodes as always. Thought I'd start my message with some British death penalty trivia for you. Because we brought this up last <laughs> <That's> week. <right. laughs> um, in connection to your comments about that last week. The death penalty was abolished in England in 1965. Uh, which seems... 
Well, I would say it seems very late, but I think the death penalty is still legal in America. It is still legal in America. <laughs> in a few states. It, um, in fact, it's very illegal in certain states. It's very legal in certain states. Uh, two men were executed by hanging in 1964, and they were the last people to be sentenced to capital punishment in this country. However, the last woman hung was in 1955. I think Die Lim for Murder was 1954, so the film to say the female character was at risk of being hung was actually completely accurate. So there you go, a little history lesson Judith from the Brits. You are Judith with the history. Mm-hmm. She, is ho- she is our show expert. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, on a lighter, on to lighter topics. <laughs> What's lighter than hanging? <laughs> I mean, Jalapeno mustard. Uh... I think you guys mentioned about the Great British Bake Off and Brownies. I've watched a couple of past series of the show, uh, but not in recent years. In my opinion, it's silly to say a brownie is, or hashtag, is quote, too sweet. (laughs) So I completely agree with you and disagree with the show's judges, although I do have a sweet tooth. I've had many delicious British brownies, but perhaps American brownies are even better as long as they aren't made with Hershey's chocolate. Oh, oh my God! What's a brownie without Hershey's chocolate out of the tin can? I use Walmart chocolate. Oh, Walmart chocolate. Hey. Use some Godiva chocolate. Get that. Really Ooh, good Godiva. You gotta get the Hershey's yeah. chocolate yeah, out of the tin can, like old, like it's from 1983. <laughs> mean like can. the powder? No. No. Like, yeah, like it's like you got a fucking can opener. The bullshit. Yep. Like and they still the they oh. still make it. Yeah. No, it's liquid. Oh. They yeah. still make it. Oh my God. It's good. I think it's from '83. <laughs> They've never made any never more. Made no, more. they made a whole bunch. <laughs> um, now she. I'm not going to read all of this because she does give her pick for a November. Ooh. So I'm just going to tease it a little bit. Ooh, tease. Now I will reveal what rope. film I've chosen for my November pick. It's up to Troy whether he wants to read this out or save it as a surprise for the others. She doesn't mind either way, but I'm going to save it. Okay. For uh, later on in the month. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but it is something we haven't seen. Cool. She, she puts that out there. I'm excited for November. It's going to be fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, love, Judith. Oh, we love so you, thanks, Judith. Judith. Love you, Judith. Um, I think that's all of the fan tops God. candies. Fans, you guys rock. Yeah, you really killed it this Jesus. week. Jesus. All right, since I'm the brand new guy on the podcast, still, I'll always be that way. (laughs) All right. Can I give mine first? I'll always be that way. Yes, you can. Okay, all right, so my top five. Uh, Lots of things I haven't heard yet. Oh, okay. Mm. Coming at number five, Caramellos. Okay. Who gives those out? Nobody gives them out. They're in, like, the multi-packs of stuff, usually. they are. They can be. Number four, take five. Oh, Love me some take five. I those, do too. Those pretzels in there, just over the top for Wait, me. Is this your Halloween list? So this is just candies, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm just. I went candy. I mean, I, I went personally candy. went Halloween. Well, it's but a mixture. I just hands, went candy. I would have had take Forced five. your hand, oh. son of a bitch. Guys, don't argue on the podcast. <laughs> Save that for the bedroom. <laughs> Number three. One thing I'm disappointed in myself. I forgot tonight. The Symphony Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, in the past really three weeks, this has become my number three candy. Oh my God. 
Wow. It's almonds and toffee chips in a Hershey's bar. Yeah, that sounds good. It's good. Guys, I'm bringing it next week if I can remember, along with the chipotle ketchup and jalapeno mustard. Um, Don't put it on the symphony bar. I might. Number two. Now, peanut butter M&M's. Wow. Oh, my God. You shit all over the peanuts just to do the butter version. I want my peanuts the crushed latest, and put with oil. The laziest version. Peanut butter the la- M&M's. The lazy peanut butter <laughs> M&M's. And number one. I mean, look at his face. Number, I'm drunk, guys. Number, I, This is like my fifth. Wow. Fifth, you can't even say it? Something. Number one. <coughs> the Reese's Nutrageous. <laughs> what? what Reese's Nutrageous. <laughs> I'm not even coughing because I'm shocked. I'm <laughs> coughing because I choked in my beer, but still, guys, what? the not the outrageous because that's got like Reese's pieces. In it. It's too sweet. I don't even the, want to write that down. The I... Nutrageous is my all-time favorite. If I have it in front of me right now, I will devour it. All right. The Nutrageous. Wow. So good. Wow. Hot picks. And it's yeah. high in protein. <laughs> It's got a lot of nuts. It's got a lot of nuts in it. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? You want me to go next? Go ahead, because I got a mouthful of chocolate orange. All right. <laughs> My number five is the new fudge brownie M&Ms. Wow. I haven't tried those yet. They are delicious. They're like, they're like M&Ms, but it, it, it's, like, it's a softer... Feel to them. Oh, and they have that fudginess to them. They have like cake in them. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's like cakey, candy coated stuff. Yeah, it's like an M M&M and M just wrapped its, it's arm M&M, around it's, you. It's and... an M M&M, and M, but there's like it's more like fudge browniness in the middle as opposed to just that harsh chocolate. Yum, harsh chocolate. It's very harsh. God. I know. When I think M and M's. I think harsh. But this is like when I was when <laughs> yeah. I first started when I first started working. The, Man, this is harsh. Getting when I first started almost. working the pigs, this would be my go-to. Like I grab like a bag of these as like dessert when I go to my lunch, because they are ooh. Is dessert at lunch a thing? Kiss the ass. Oh, that's another topic for another time. Okay, go on. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Guys, agree. Agree on Twitter, disagree on Twitter. Is dessert for lunch? Ooh, there we go. Yeah. yeah Let's do you get a have poll dessert going. for lunch? Let's get I a poll have going. lunch, but I have dessert with lunch also. Well, that's bullshit. Let's get a poll but going. The question is, Number do you four. have dessert with lunch? Fuck you. All right. Number four, Milky Way Midnight. Ooh, good oh, choice. Oh, no one's put that yet. That is good. Milky Way Midnight, that dark chocolate Milky Way. Like, I would never buy it, but if you had it, oh, <laughs> yeah. have it. It's good. Right. It's damn good. Good choice. It's damn good. Okay. The number three. Reese's Fast Break. Oh, wow. Almost put this on my list. Oh, my so God. So good. In, like, including nougat in what's considered the Reese's ingredients. Uh-huh. That like, is a go-to after wrestling show driving home for me. It's good. Yep. It's good. I would, gra- I would when I was working at my previous job, if I needed, like, a little pick-me-up, I would get, like, a, I gotta get a king-size Reese's Fast Break. Would you have that for I your lunch dessert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I fucking would. Lunch dessert. Is that Number two has already no. been said multiple times, but it still needs to be said. Snickers. Oh, Snickers, Snickers suck. Is killing it. God. You just hate peanuts. <laughs> no, I love Reese's Not Rages. <laughs> Shut you the fuck up. I'm going peanut M and M's. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm a mixed bag. You. Quite You're a are. mixed bag of hating nuts. I am. Rope. My number one. You're a nut. 
My number one was originally... Is this good? No. no. My number one was originally the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but I changed it when you Whoa. guys said something. What? It is the Butterfinger Peanut Butter Cup. Oh! What? Have you not had this? No. Dude. Oh! Game changer. My God. Butterfinger. You have not had the Butterfinger Peanut Butter Cup. It will change your life. First of all, it's a cup, but it, they do it in <laughs> it's a, a cup. It, they do it in square form. Oh, a square which cup? is really cool. But they sell the hard edge, and the the, the little the little bits of Butterfinger in the peanut butter cup adds so much. Now is it? It adds. Is it a layer so of peanut butter cup, or is it? No, it is a peanut butter cup. With bits of Butterfinger in the peanut butter cup. Ooh, okay. It's amazing. It Good is pick. D-fucking-licious. Okay. I was angry that you told me Halloween candy. Made Listen. Made me look like such a noob. I, I also have the same problem, okay? So you can just get on the with The Butterfinger peanut butter cup <laughs> has changed my life. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. around all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have them at the gas station right now. Just go home and just get one. Just go to the gas station. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Chelsea, go get us some yeah. peanut butter cups. Gas right. station. I will I will bring I will leave God damn it. <laughs> I will leave I will leave a note for myself to bring a Butterfinger peanut butter cup for our next show. There's a lot of things coming next week. Oh, a man. lot from him. Just for you, you to You owe me a box of Triscuits too. Oh I do the rosemary <laughs> olive oil, you're right. We're just yeah, eating yeah. nothing but Triscuits and Butterfinger peanut butter cups. And symphony bars. Some of your pudding? We're going to carve up. Oh, pudding was so last month. Maybe a little <laughs> themed spice cake? Wow. Yeah, pies coming up next month, but we need to hear. Pies are coming next month. Top yeah. five. Top five. Number five, Reese's Pumpkin. The oh, Reese's I like Pumpkin. It. I like I, it. I begrudgingly accept them. Good ratio. Begrudgingly. No, you just had like a The hard edge. Tea. I like the hard edge. Number four. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. What? Oh. Yes. Oh my god. This is about the only hard candy that's in there. What's like... your number three? Werther's original? You yeah. Fucking old you old piece Yo. of shit. <laughs> I did have a conversation with her on the ride home. Oh. Nobody hands those out at Halloween and it's too bad. Uh, Werther's originals no. are good. Yeah, good as hell. I would pick You're up like six at my grandma's house. At my grandma's <laughs> house. It's like the same thing as this whatever the shit Thing you're talking this about. thing's well, the no. shit. Whatever. I... Just they're so good. We're Piece good. of shit. Did somebody oh, say no. Jolly Ranchers yet? I don't think. No, so. nobody did because nobody's as old as you. You. Wow, Jolly Ranchers for real. I'm yeah. old because I like Jolly Ranchers. Oh my god. What do you I'm melt sick. them? In, do you melt them in vodka like a twenty year old? Oh yeah. no, because you're old. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's ta- Cole talking. Cole is literally about. older than I am. I'm the oldest person in this room. True. I'm also the most drunk person in this room. Also true. Also the most wise person in this room. Wow. That's not essential. The whitest. Number three, Twizzlers. I love getting those little double Twizzlers. Are you Twizzler guys married? Back. Oh my god, Twizzlers are fucking delicious. They're good. Get I don't know. Guys. And yeah, whatever. Twizzlers if are... I had a box of Twizzlers right here, Gross. I guarantee you'd be choking them down. What am I eating? Oh, it's a chocolate, chocolate. Oh orange. my! <laughs> I'll take that one. Chocolate oranges. Uh, number yeah. two, almond joy. Oh, thanks, Kelly. What the fuck? I thought we were friends, almond Troy. Almond joys are amazing. <laughs> and now, also 
Mm, almond joys are better than mounds. Yeah, and number one, my favorite, the three musketeers. I knew it. <laughs> I'll accept it. Uh, Out of all the bullshit on your list, the three wow, musketeers is, okay. is the one you that You've got I shit I've never even fucking heard of. You made up <laughs> shit on yours. So eat my ass. For, <laughs> eat my ass for Halloween, you son of a bitch. Fill my bag with Troy's ass. <laughs> I didn't know this list was going to get us all hating each other. <laughs> I figured it really was going to go this way, okay? <laughs> all right, so, tallied it up, our number one total. It's got to be Snickers. It's Snickers it's with six Snickers. votes. Yeah. Um, Hard to argue. The next one, Three Musketeers. Oh, it's a tie. Three Musketeers and Peanut M&M's for number two. Oh, wow. Number, oh, I guess it would be number four is Almond Joy <laughs> with right, three I votes. It. I dig it. And then pretty, uh, there's a last, a, a tie for last place for Twix, Kit Kats, mean, mini peanut butter cups, Butterfingers, Nerds, Reese's Pumpkins, and Twizzlers. Solid lists, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Did good. That Man. was a, accept. the accept. most... The most we've ever received from... I can't wait for pies. To come. All for me just yeah, saying like, one day, hey, what's your top five candies? Yeah, you said like a month ago. <laughs> I feel like these lists are the only thing that keep people coming back <laughs> to the show. Yeah. Shit, I gotta think of top five hot cocoa flavors. For... <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I'm not. What no. the fuck are we gonna do for December? That's what I'm trying to think of. The I don't list. know. We've got all of November to think about. Oh, Christmas cookies. cookies. Holy oh, shit. Cookies? Top five cookies? Oh. Get the gears going. <laughs> You're welcome. Holy fuck. But before cookies, November, think of your top five Thank pies, you. baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're including cheesecakes in the pies. We are. Yes, even though... Oh, shut up. We have the argument, cheesecakes will be included with the pies. Shut your okay. damn mouth. Okay. Yes. They have a crust. They don't have to have a crust. Troy is still arguing this. Technically, a cheesecake would be a tart. Oh my gosh. You know, you know something, Troy. You know something. You know who like. You know who put cheesecake in the pie category? The cowboy. Oh no! Cowboy did it. What is happening? Nobody knows anymore. It's just happening to us. It's We're, happening to him. God. And you're watching it. Turn it, guys. <laughs> Run out tape. We we got you. We're way past the top of the hour. I just checked it. By the way, we uh, have to get. Reviewed your movie? No, we're not even close. I almost foregone any news this week because I knew we had like eight hundred letters. I love this show. Uh, We still got the tournament of random movies to get to, and I'm getting to it right now. Come on, where's Waldo? I gotta check the. I gotta check. The Twitter. I'm pretty sure I know what one. He's so He's not prepared. Close all his Pornhub tabs. I do. Close all your X videos. I didn't take a note. <laughs> that is some really dirty shit. Oh my god! I it's, can't believe you like the babysitter shit. So many dicks on <laughs> me. Is that lemon party? <laughs> oh my god! Is. is that the dancing but, bear? Uh, winning oh. by one vote. Glory. One this vote. This was a very, very competitive. Uh, first round. What was the competition? Between Who Framed Roger Rabbit and oh, Indiana Jones and the one. Temple of Doom. That's right. Uh, by one vote. 52% of the votes with 21 votes. It is Who Framed Roger Woo! Rabbit. Woo! Yes! Good movie. Yes! That's the one nice. I voted for. Nice, nice. Who Framed Roger Rabbit took it. 
What a, very close. Probably one of the closest we've had. That's when awesome. I, when I voted, it was skewed. I think Temple of Doom. Really? I think. Yeah, but that's why people would want to vote for it to make us watch it. Yeah. <laughs> when I voted pretty early on, I made it a tie with my vote. Did so, you? Oh, yeah. Humble brag. <laughs> well, what can I say, guys? <laughs> I swing the tide, baby. TBC I have over here. So much fucking Treehouse of Horror and Lists on my fucking <laughs> notepad right now. I can't even find the term random movies to go to. There it is. No, it's not it. Where you need old Cozy it? Jack to kill some time. <laughs> What there should I bring for my jalapeno mustard tasting next week? <laughs> bring, bring, some, a... bring some triscuits. <laughs> oh, I'll put some, bring some rosemary olive oil triscuits and I'll put a little jalapeno mustard on them. Maybe some pepper jack cheese. Wow. What about oh, a chipotle catsup? I'm, no. I'm good old JR, don't you know, Chelsea? Oh, Jesus. Oh. Got the black resistor hat. <laughs> Well, there you go. Who Framed Roger Rabbit joining The Matrix, Reservoir Dogs, Revenge of the Nerds, House of Thousand Corpses, and B for Vendetta. Wow. In our review, review term, Random Movies 11. Remember, remember the 29th of October. I captured the the cowboy. Oh, no! Look at that face! What the cowboy looks like when he talks. Oh, God! You gotta put that on the social media. Looks like he's orgasming. It's a hard trend. Man. That'll get that'll get the hug emoji. <laughs> stroking, I'd be stroking to the left. Uh, well, at least it's a palsy anyway. We got two more first round matches. Let's hear it. We got the one for this week, a film from 1992, which is a western classic. Okay, and a Tombstone. Film- no. We already did we already Tombstone. Did Tombstone. Oh, did we already did Tombstone yeah. for the term of random movies. <laughs> and it won, and we watched it. Weren't real big fans of it. Weren't really big fans of no? it. No? Yeah. No. Okay, never mind. And a film from 2016, which talks about some uh, progressive pioneers in the space industry. Okay. The film from 1992. I'll start looking at the tagline. You guys want to start? Space is it Dances with Wolves? It is not Dances with Ooh, Wolves. That was a good guess. That is a really good guess, but it is not. That's a sad movie. I don't remember much of that movie, actually. Hmm. 1992. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was born a little pie. Uh, yeah, we get it. Cool. It's, uh, it's a Western? Or is it? Yeah, it's a Western. It's a Western film. It has, uh, it has Clint Eastwood in it. The tagline is, um, It's a hell of a thing killing a man. I don't know. I'm not going to come up with it. City Slickers 2. <laughs> My God. No, it's not City Slickers 2. It is Unforgiven. Oh, yeah, I would never have guessed it. Okay. All right. Unforgiven. I've heard God. of this. Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman. Wow. Loaded. Morgan Freeman. Loaded. Morgan Loaded. Freeman. Like me right now. Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> and the one from 2000. Uh, what is it? 2016. Is it 20, Interstellar? Yeah. It's not Interstellar. Is it, it Cowboys versus Aliens? It is not Cowboys versus <laughs> Aliens. You might feel Space bad Cowboys? based off of your <laughs> based off of your uh, guesses. You might feel bad when I tell you what it really is. Is it worse? No. Uh, <laughs> the tagline Megamind. is 
the tagline will give it away, but uh, is it and... um, uh, that's a knee slapper. I keep wanting. Want me to, want me to give you the tagline? Yes. Meet the women you don't yes. know behind the mission yeah. you do. Yeah, it's fucking. What is the title of the fucking movie? Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Thank you. What the hell's that about? It's about uh, the three women who uh, <clears throat> kind of calculated the. Uh, I don't know, like the the mission to land on the moon. Okay. There's three African American women. Yeah. Oh. And they they pretty much mapped out what it would take to get to the moon for NASA. I've actually seen this movie. I've never heard of it. I saw it in theaters actually. Oh. It uh I like it. I don't feel it's truly accurate in some senses of it just being in that time period and uh think people probably may be a little nicer to them in the movie than they actually were in real life and <laughs> still it, they're pretty crummy um it's like a biopic versus a documentary yeah okay. yeah, yeah it's a biopic versus a documentary don't even try to look at me he's even saying that it's probably like that you fucking ass <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> i don't even know what i'm looking at right now this trio of horror on monday is gonna be awful i can't wait for you to talk about Sako. <laughs> about that already that was like two hours ago <laughs> you got any trailers so or go. anything unforgiven I'll, i'm gonna forgo them because we've gone way too long okay unforgiven versus hidden figures we'll see who moves on next week okay and then next week will also be our last first round match already a of random movies well that's right because we already have <clears throat> Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Matrix, Reservoir Dogs, Revenge of the Nerds, House of a Thousand Corpses, and V for Vendetta already in the tournament. What a sweet tournament. For our quarter, I love a quarter final matches. That's right. That's right. I like it. And then I gotta figure out a way to include both of you guys for uh, uh, how, do, how do we determine the quarter final matches. Ooh. Okay. I'm thinking we might do a thing where you guys draft movies and then you pit them against each other. And we see who movie whose movie wins at the end. I love it. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Great. I can get into that idea. I'm thinking that might be fun. Uh all right. Well then that does that put us at the top of the hour? Actually it puts us at one it hour. Puts us, it puts us at one and a half hour. <laughs> one hour and twenty-three minutes. Jeez. <laughs> Easily the longest we've gone past the hour yet. We've had so much mail. We have. I love we it. we love our fans. We do. We will continue to take all that mail. Oh, speaking of, if people wanted, uh, I have already talked to Chelsea about designing some t-shirts to put up on yes. uh, some Redbubble. So there we go. we'll do that hopefully pr- fairly soon. It's going to be, I'll get them all done in a day. It's I not going it. to be hard. <laughs> I love it. They're not yeah. detailed shirts. We'll definitely have this as good. We might have, <laughs> have jalapeno mustard. <laughs> <laughs> jalapeno mustard <laughs> we need a i eat pudding in bed uh there's gonna Definitely be need I eat there's gonna be bed. one that is just pudding gutters there's gonna be <laughs> i eat pudding in bed yes so, there you go these shirts i'm gonna buy one of each <laughs> Uh, so there you have it. Guys, I'm drunk. Let's talk Psycho. Let's do it. Let's talk Psycho. Psycho came out September 8th, 1960. Had a budget, very specifically, 
of $806,947. Was that last seven for Hitchcock's Hershey's bars or something? I don't, I don't did, know. Did, did Hitchcock develop OCD in 1960? I, I was shocked to see. To the dollar, sir! Gave, gave me an exact number. Wow. Domestically, in 1960, made $32 million uh. off a not even one, um. One million dollar price tag. Um, Hitchcock actually for foregone his uh, salary for this movie in exchange of taking sixty percent off the back end. So this movie yeah. did fucking great yeah. and made him very rich. Well, there's a I think there's a movie called Hitchcock where like Anthony Hopkins plays Alfred Hitchcock in it, where like the studio had no faith in this. Oh no! I was reading about it. Yeah, um, like they were just like, we'll "Why the fuck would you make a horror movie when you're this well established as a director?" Right. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he got his. We'll get into it. Yeah, in yeah, bit, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So that's and it wasn't God. released worldwide First or anything time you've like done that. This. But Rotten Tomatoes has this at ninety six percent. IMDb eight point five out of ten. Metacritic at ninety seven percent. And queering the closet. Gives it queering, three, yeah. Clearing? Oh. No queering, queering. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gives it three out of four pink triangles. <laughs> what? Fantastic. I don't. Where do you find these? Go to IMDb. <laughs> go to critics ratings, and then it opens up a huge alphabetical list of things that people have rated every movie. You just swipe up real quick, and then you hit stop, and then you just to see what. What rates anybody? I like it. Some uh, favorites of ours: Box Office Mom. Box Office Mom haven't is gone back to her in a while because she doesn't go back that far. Oh, man, I know she usually does like very recent shit. Uh, gone with the Twins is another fun one. <laughs> That's a good one. And uh, what was the other one? That oh, uh, Common Sense Media, which is a big one because it like rates stuff like if kids appropriate for kids. Yeah, but and I it's love like, it's very religious. Aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> So I love going to it when we, like, do something like Reservoir Dogs or something like that to see, like, of course, it's like, it's suitable for kids? Absolutely not. Not appropriate. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun to go to. But yeah, those are, those are good. Um, So yeah, uh, who who would like to go and give us the plot of, of Socko? Of Socko? Ooh. You feeling I mean, up to it, old Cozy Jack? I don't think I am, guys. I'll, I'm not I'll, feeling up to much right I'll now. Take, I'll take okay. the lead. Cole. Okay. You, Thank you. you. I'll let you sit back seat for this ride. <laughs> I'll get slap shot next week. There you go. Uh, well, we follow a young woman by the name of Marion Crane. Yeah. Who uh, is in the throes of a passionate love affair with uh, one guy. Um, <laughs> what the fuck's his name? Sam something. Loomis. I know it's Loomis, because I remember we were making fun of how he has the same last name as the Doctor in Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's, she's in the throes of a love affair with Sam Loomis, and uh, she finds a way to be with him when $40,000 lands in her lap to send to the bank, and uh, she decides to run away with it. But in the process, she becomes kind of guilt-ridden until she lands at the Bates Motel. Where through some happenstance, she comes across a uh, a Norman Bates who seems a little off, 
but may convince her to go back and take the money back. But will she make it back with the money? With a, what some might say, psychotic Norman Bates looming in the wings? We'll find out. Wow, wow, wow. Socko. Socko. (laughs) Socko. (laughs) So this is only the second time I've ever seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw it was actually in one of your guys' film classes. You let me, like, sit in on one of them. Really? Yeah. I think it came with me. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. remember you wanted to see that in Halloween, so you, like, came with me, like, two weeks in a row. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, And that was the first time I've ever seen the movie, and it... I, I don't know if it was the best way to watch it the first time, but I definitely took a lot out of it, yeah. having them, like, watch, like, a scene or two pause it and then like give like a history lesson on what's going on in these scenes and like yeah. the making of or whatever really enjoyed it um and so i took a lot out of there but like i kind of like in hindsight glossed over a few details because at the beginning of this i kind of forgot how much of a scumbag uh marion is in this oh yeah marion is that right yeah marion the lead actress yeah yeah i totally glossed over that whole aspect of it it's like oh yeah, she's, like, uh, totally, like, being a floozy with this other guy, right? To doing it in secret. Yeah. But they're n- neither one of them well, are married. Well, it's not really, yeah, it's not really in secret. I think it's more of, like, a, a 1950s kind of thing where, like, we're fucking, but we can't really be known to be fucking each other because we're not married yet. Right. Kind of thing. I I found it at first I'm like oh it's like an adulterous thing but then like as it later went on I'm like none of them are attached to anybody else what is it yeah maybe it's the times we live in now it's like yeah. I didn't feel, find this such a big deal like I found it weird that they had to rent a hotel for it yeah like, they're talking about got... paying alimony and all this shit but like I know yeah he, I think he was married yeah like previously Sam, married Sam was previously, previously married. married yeah mm. yep oh yeah you're right right. <clears throat> and so I kind of forgot about that. And then I also forgot that she stole money. Yeah. And I also forgot that she was in it for so long. I f- thought that she was in the movie for like 20 minutes. And then she's... It's like uh, half the movie. Yeah, it is like half the movie. But like she's she's like just leaves work one day. She's like, ah, I need to stop at this hotel. Yeah. And then it's the famous shower scene. Yeah. And like I thought that was it. Nope, it's like way more than that. Then yeah. I totally forgot all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I'm gonna chime in really quick. I completely forgot how this movie went. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that the shower scene was the end of the movie. Really? So I was so surprised when 48 minutes into this hour and 50 minute movie, uh-huh. is the shower scene and Marion gets stabbed to death and dies. Yeah, I was shocked. I wasn't ready for that. Spoiler. No, I'm kidding. Oh, shut the fuck up. I was not ready for that at all. I was like, holy shit, where do we go from here? But uh, you'll find out. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, I was that way when I first saw it in the film class that Troy was talking about. Because I was like, oh, yeah, like, because they, they build up, like, because I guess uh, Janet Lee at this time was, like, a big movie actress. She mm-hmm. was billed as, like, the top billing actress of this movie when it first came out. And this is like the first time in ever in movies where it was like they killed their leading actress halfway through the movie. Right. Right. So, yeah. So it, it was, it was kind of groundbreaking for that. And then even for me where I was like, Oh shit, 
it doesn't feel like an hour and a half has gone by. Why are they killing the lead actress already? Yeah. And then it goes on from there. But it's, I'll talk about whether or not that's a good thing as we go on. Um, also, it was kind of racked with controversy as well, if, as long as we're on the subject. So when it, I have this whole thing I'm going to read here. So when it was released, Psycho was somewhat controversial for containing a, a number of things that weren't deemed, quote, acceptable. Like a but, flushing toilet? <laughs> but yeah, by the notably prudish standards of the day, including a shot of an unwed man and woman in bed together, a shot of an uncovered female bottom, which belonged to Janet Lee's body double and was censored in some versions. Body uh, double? And I didn't remember seeing that. Well, no. Dude, there's like... They... There's... It is the most, like, well-respected shot of, like, a naked woman's body when they're, like... When she's being stabbed in the shower. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's... I bet there's, like, people that have jerked off to that. <laughs> when it came like, out yeah, like it's the most scandalous thing she's yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it's 1960. It's the you've come to seeing, like, a naked woman's body in cinema. Mm-hmm. It showed her full torso. And, like, yeah. imagine, imagine that. That, like, we're so repressed as a country that the one thing that people look back on and jerk off to is a woman being stabbed to death jerk in a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about jerking off to? <laughs> because it's like, yeah, like, it's just like, it, like, that shit was not, like, readily accessible, so it's like, oh, fuck, she's pretty much naked, but she's being stabbed to death, but she's naked. Yeah. I'm gonna jerk off to her. I think I saw her bottom. Oh, torso. Well, you can say that because we have porn readily accessible to us on a regular basis. Oh, I you? completely agree they with you. They did not in the 60s. Like, you had to fucking find a magazine in the woods to jerk off in the, in the 60s. <laughs> Which exists. Porn <laughs> in the woods is a thing. <laughs> um, so it's like, imagine just being like, going to see Psycho and being like, that's the closest I've come to seeing a naked woman's body. <laughs> She's being stabbed to death, but I she's naked. I, this is the only thing I can jerk off to. Right? I've got a Ramboner. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whatever but then that again, is. they didn't have home video either, so you had to go to the theater to yeah. jerk it. <laughs> yeah. Sticky floors. <laughs> Enter the 70s. There you go. Um, anyway, goes on to say, uh, and perhaps the most hilarious, an image of a toilet being flushed. In fact, Psycho is thought to be the first movie where a toilet is shown being flushed. Yeah. Um. The monumentous flushing took place just before Janet Lee's character takes a shower and it subsequently gets stabbed to death. Well, isn't this the first movie where like a woman's in her underwear too? Like like full blown like bra? I don't know. She had some cone boobies going on. <laughs> Those were the bras of the time. Man. Oh yeah. Um but I like even like put those on the road what, and cars would have gone around. Even from what we've watched, like up to this point <laughs> with like Alfred Hitchcock movies, like it's like the closest we've come is like a nighty, like a woman. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you that if it's the first film to do it. True. I, I don't know, but I I did find it a bit scandalous that it is open up because like from a film from the '60s that to open up with like at what deems then a. T- almost topless woman like yeah. some like she had just a bra on yeah, and like her skirt on, yeah and the, even the guys topless too where it's like oh shit like they fucked yeah Wonder <laughs> sexy what they were doing. time baby they're necking that's what they're doing naked um but yeah then she uh uh quickly gets dressed from her necking encounter goes to work also don't you think like in this movie like i probably it's probably like all the movies in this time like their kissing's very loud and like all over their face, like yeah. not on their lips, but like chin uh, under their nose, yeah. like on. And their it's cheek. always like, 
It's almost like Cozy Jack talking. It's very yeah. like kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kiss like Cozy Jack talks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the exact same sound. Gotta get some sexy time in, baby. <laughs> trying to suck the Chipotle ketchup right out of them. Bet they, <laughs> bet they wish they had some blue chew up in there. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they did all this on their on her lunch break. So I was like, how long is her lunch break? Where they're renting a motel and then also getting this done and then showing back up a to lot work. Can happen in an hour. And then she gets back to work. Okay, this is kind of where oh. my notes start. Oh God. Oh wait, actually, I want to talk about Rich Texan from Simpsons. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking mind reader. Before That's I get perfect. there, I before I get there, she says, "Why don't we go see my sister? We can boil a steak for three. Oh, and I'm well, like, "What you. the fuck?" Thank you. She brings up boiling a steak. And I'm like, what is this? I do not want to live in the 60s if oh, this is a yeah. thing. I meant to take a note Have of a boiled steak. Have you read cookbooks state? from like, uh, maybe not the 60s, but like Molly, like Molly herself has gotten like cookbooks from like the 30s and 40s where uh-huh. it's like the grossest shit, like fucking like grapefruit casserole or some bullshit like that. Uh-huh. Where it's like it's just like the grossest fucking. I, shit I like that. That's the grossest all thing you put can come together. Up with. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like here. Put, like, celery and corn and breading and put it in a pot and boil it. <laughs> Everything's just boil it. Yeah. It is like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, there's actually a show I watch where this guy takes old cookbooks from, like, the 30s and the 20s and stuff and just, yeah. like, picks a random recipe on it and tries to recreate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... Sometimes he updates it because he's like, I don't want to do this because I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of make it the way I want you so I don't vomit. But, uh, yeah. So, the, yeah, I've seen some and it's just yeah. a lot of gelatin is used in stuff. Oh. Yep. It's like fucking meat that's jellified. It's like, oh. <laughs> or milk that's jellified. It's like, I want to puke. <laughs> anyway, she's boiling a steak. Um, and then my next note is, I wish I didn't know people like that rich Texan. Oh, dude. <laughs> because he is drunk as a skunk coming in there and just talking about how fucking awesome he is. I want a spinoff movie of rich Texan and that boss on their <laughs> night out that day. Right? Because it's like, right. that boss looks like he has nothing to yeah, do with Yeah, he like, is already fed up, but like, he wants the money for the business, <laughs> yeah, like, right? When they go in that office and they're talking to Marion and they're like, oh, we're going to, me and your boss, we're going to go on a night on the town. We're going to see a bunch of girls, right? And he's like, yes, that is correct. <laughs> like, that, what is that guy going to do with him? Right. <laughs> so at first, <laughs> so he comes in and he's totally flirting with Marion, right? And it's like, oh my God. Like, the boss just got back from having drinks with him? Like, what is his job? And then I realized probably how shitty his job is to fucking (laughs) wine and dine this prick to get money for his business. That's probably worse than anything. one of my favorite lines involves that scene where Pat Hitchcock, the fucking secretary, is like, Oh, he was flirting with you. He must must have seen my wedding ring. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a great line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Dude, why was... Pat Hitchcock not in more movies. Every time she's she in, was great in this. She was for yeah. Sure. She's barely in this, and I fucking loved her. Like she was just like the 
She was like the school mom's secretary. Yeah. But like the small line she had, I was like, I fucking love you. Yeah. Oh, that line was good. But another line she had was, oh, Teddy was furious when he found out I'd taken tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Pat? <laughs> Oh, I've got this slight headache. I'm going to take this horse tranquilizer. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> She's so fucking good at, like, yeah, like, we said when we they did a Strangers on a Train, she was, like, one of the best parts of Strangers on a Train. Yeah. I was like, fuck, why didn't more people jump on the Pat Hitchcock train? God. I know, right? She was, she was great in, because she was, like, the nerdy girl in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She okay. was the nerdy sister. The nerdy yeah. sister, yeah. yeah. Did you guys catch uh, old Alfred himself outside the window? Yeah. No, I missed it. Nope. Yep. Yeah, he was right outside the office that when uh, Marion first entered. Yep. Mm. Rats. Um, but yeah, this I would totally get on board with that guy's night out. God, I would. That'd be I good. would love to watch it because that the movie that from boss, his perspective. That boss has like such a stick up his ass, and the rich Texan guy is just like. We're gonna do so much shit tonight, you won't even believe it. And he's like, Yeehaw! Yeah. He's like, oh yes, indubitably. Yes, I believe. I believe we will go and have some fun tonight. Like what? They're going across the street. She, he sees her in the car. And he's like, What the fuck? Who gives a shit? I'm gonna fuck you right now. Like, right. Shut the fuck up, guy. We're getting a steak. Yeah. The mayor of Albuquerque. I'm gonna make you fuck. My wife. <laughs> oh, I, I believe I shall then. <laughs> but oh my god, that fucking Texan guy is like, I got forty thousand dollars in cash, no problem. It's yeah. just spending money. For I know. I love. He's just like, I don't pick, take more money with me than I can afford to lose. And the first time, like the minute it goes gone, he's like, we better find that forty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just to see it, we'll also see the, like the boss's like point of view when he comes back Monday. He's like, uh, where's the money? Uh, and where's Marion? This is bad for but me. No, but no, that's not even that. It's, it's, it's her, it's her perspective of it all too. Like, I don't, I don't think that's what happened. I think it's just her like imagining it like, oh fuck. No, like, but like, guilt but in for real though, like he'd get back on Monday. Oh yeah. From like his yeah. week. Terrible like fact, weekend. Like the fact that there's already been a private investigator on the case since like two days before the your <laughs> sister's like, um, where's my sister? Yeah, means they were sh- probably shitting their pants because the forty thousand dollars is gone. Right. <laughs> no, I get, I get that. Uh, but uh, she soon uh, comes across a police officer, and this Marion does. Yeah. Uh, dude, like this is this is the shit that I forgot about with uh, with Psycho was like. When I first went into it, I was like, oh, not much happens up until, like, the murder. Right. But, man, I really liked all the shit leading up to the murder. Yeah, all the tension building yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's because it's, like, yeah. it's, like, tension, but it's, like, it's tension where it's, like, that's, like, tension that I feel. Like, Oh, sure. <laughs> when yeah, I'm yeah. driving down the road and there's a cop behind me for way longer than I think he should be, I'm, I'm always, like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck. And then even, like, when, like... He walks up to her window and he's just wearing like these big dark glasses. You can't see his eyes. Right. He make it makes him more ominous. Like yep. if you were if you were to see his eyes, like God. And then the, like everything she does, like it feels like a horror movie where like she's making all these mistakes, but it's like it's not like going in the wrong doors. Like why are you selling your car for this, co- this cop? Yeah. Like, now he knows you're doing something fucked up. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like 
that whole like first half of Marion, it's it, it it's like a horror movie in and of itself of like you're doing such small things that are like pointing you out as being like culpable in this crime and like I don't know. Like but it's so small that it's not horrific, it's just Ugh! Don't. Yeah. Like, and the whole, the close-ups of the faces are so good. Oh, oh so I was going to make a note of that, and yeah. I totally forgot. There's a yeah. ton of face close-ups. Oh, and it's so good. The yeah. way Hitchcock uses them, it just adds to the creepiness yeah. of the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or even with the, with the Marion, when like she's like going through her mind, like what they might be talking about. Oh, her yeah. With. I like that. I forgot and then, about like, that, too. She, she always seems like in distress, except for like... The one time that she smiles is when she thinks about what the Texan guy is talking about her. <laughs> where she's like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I I really liked the creepiness of the cop in yeah. this. Because like, even when you think he's gone and then she's still going to trade in her car, the cop shows back up and just stands and, oh. at his car for a long so time, good. and it's just like, oh fuck, oh. And then fuck. he pulls into the lot as she's pulling out, where it's like, get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> that used car salesman is fantastic. Oh yeah, he's yeah. great in this. Oh my god. Oh, it's too nice of a day to argue. Too nice of a day to argue about a price. Yeah. yeah. So good. I yeah. wish trading in a car was that fast, though. No shit. It was like a four-minute process. <laughs> oh, you yeah. want to just trade in your car? Uh, how about an extra seven hundred dollars? All right, sounds good. Oh, he didn't even oh, argue with that. Okay, right Jesus. Right. Hold on, I better check you got the papers. I do think I do in my purse. All right, good. Well, have a good day, ma'am. <laughs> Enjoy your new car. Yeah. Holy shit. God, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a I don't even know time. what she thought she would she would uh, gain accomplish. From, yeah, yeah, from trading in her car because, like, the cop saw her car leave. Yeah. So it's like, what do you expect? To be like, oh, now I'm hidden. I'm hidden from the world because yeah. I traded my car. That a cop saw and probably that took cop down the saw plates. And took notes from. <laughs> yeah. And now, oh, she does some shit, and I know where she is now. Right. Nope. Don't know. Um. Let's see. Uh, so she gets caught in the rain. Quit pouring terrible glasses of Budweiser <laughs> into your glass. <laughs> Quit telling the listeners what's going. <laughs> she gets caught in the rain. And then ends up uh, at the Bates Motel. And this yeah. is like 20 minutes into the movie at this point. This is torrential in. rainfall, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Those windshield wipers doing nothing. <laughs> they are not going at high speed. <laughs> they are probably going as fast as 1960s thought it deemed yeah. necessary. I would have pulled road, over. I would have just camped out for the night oh, like yeah. she did the night before. before before we go on can we talk about how fucking amazing the psycho theme is oh, oh yeah i man. dude um i would say this is probably the first really good horror theme to a movie ever right because like, i'd agree from everything we've watched from how about hitchcock now like even me and molly watched rear window this past week and it's like this is about a movie about a guy that watches the murder. Like, and even like from what we watch with like fucking strangers on a train. And even like, I think even with like rope, even it's like this big, like cinematic, like orchestra, like yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. We're all happy. And this is the first time I tuned into an Alfred Hitchcock movie where it's like, Oh fuck. It's like, this like is going to be ominous. This yeah. is going to be tense. Yeah. Um, actually I have a note about the, Fucking fly here. I'm gonna stab the shit out of that in a shower. God damn uh, fucking fly. Mother! 
<laughs> um, the shower scene actually that we're eventually building up to here was originally not scored, and the guy was gonna score. It's like, let me just have some fun with it, see if you like it. Yeah. And he came up with the the theme that's like rant, 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 yeah. rant, there, and Hitchcock loved it, so they kept in. Oh man, um, that's so good. But like, I feel like this is the quintessential kind of like theme and tone that comes in like later movies, even like yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, because I think when Jason initially yeah there's that yeah. but doesn't like when he gets to like the stabbing point is it like or is that just in my imagination i don't know am i well i don't think I it's like that, that but i think like with i don't know i feel like even with hollow with like halloween there was like a like it wasn't like the but it was like a very like kind of like How's that go? Synthesized <laughs> like a synthesized 70s version of like what the psycho the okay. Good. Song is. It's, at the very least, it's very similar, right? Yeah. Good Halloween music. Yeah. Halloween music. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Um. Anyway, she uh, eventually gets to the the Bates Motel. Yeah. And uh, to me, Norman Bates is initially very charming. Oh my god, I love him. Right. But no, like this is the thing that I like about Norman Bates is like. When I was, uh, like, I brought up, I think, last show when we were talking about Dialing for Murder, that I feel like Alfred Hitchcock was, like, workshopping stuff. Yeah. I feel like he was workshopping all these different characters that, like, murder to make, like, Norman Bates. Okay. Because, like, even, like, I feel like Norman Bates is, like, a very more subtle Bruno. Or, what was it? Was it Bruno from Strangers on a Train? Oh, shit. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I think it was Bruno. But, like, I feel like Bruno and Strangers on a Train was so forthright with, like, how he was insane that it's, like, there's no way in fuck I would ever trust him. Mm. But, like, the way Anthony Perkis plays... He's right. It was the, Bruno. The way, the way Anthony Perkis plays Norman Bates in this, like, I think he takes the elements that uh, Alfred Hitchcock put into Bruno and makes it so much more subtle where he's he's the kind of Bruno where it's, like, He's inviting enough for you would stick around, but he yeah. would still kill you in the long run. Oh yeah, well, like, like even even that that first line he says was like "dirty night," huh? Where you're like, that's a weird line, but I okay. Yeah, like I love that like that first line that he gives when Marion first comes in, where it's like, it feels like a slip of the tongue, but he meant it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But it, it, like, oh god, everything about Norman Bates is so fucking interesting in this. Like even that whole. That whole uh, conversation they have in his, uh, in like his back room when they're having sandwiches. In his parlor. Yeah, like all of it, just like it points in the direction of this guy's insane, but it's not to the point of like, but I mean he's harmless. Yeah, and maybe it's because like I've seen the movie already, and I and I get that like what's gonna go down later, but um, or maybe it's the time we live in now. I can't tell. Yeah. But, like, he does come off very charismatic to a point until he comes off very creepy. Or it's when, like, when it gets to there's these... warning signs everywhere. Or when it gets now. to something sexual. Like, that's what I like about this is, like, Alfred Hitchcock never really goes to that very sexual route of violence. Like, he, he includes sexual things into his movies where it's, like... We're having an affair or whatever, but it's never included in the actual crime. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time that he includes, like, the things that Norman Bates is doing is because it's sexual. And like, what like, do you mean? Like, like, 
with Dylan for murder. Like, yeah, they're having an affair, but, like, the, the, the crime of killing his wife is not, like, sexually based. Like, it's not right. like he's getting off on it. Right. Whereas, like, in this, like, you feel like Norman Bates is kind of getting off on the whole murder thing. And even when, like, the psychiatrist at the end is, like, talking about it, like, you feel like there's some very weird sexual undertones in it. Really? That, like, he can't really do, like, in the 50s when he was making those movies. I don't know that I got the sexual undertones. I don't... See, I think I got anti-sex um, undertones because, like, when she wants to, like, invite him into her room to eat on the bed, he's, like, feels... I feel like he's, like, very anti-against that. Well, like, it yeah. makes him uncomfortable to be in a in a bedroom with a woman. Well, no, his crimes are motivated by sex. Like... All the other crimes before this is motivated by revenge. Mm-hmm. His crimes are motivated by sex. I don't know if I sort of put that down with that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's motivated like because it's like I think like all of all of his feelings of like murder are based on the fact that like the the mother version of him inside of him like knows that he's aroused, so he needs to kill that person to make sure he does not stay sexually aroused. Mm, okay. Because <laughs> there is a line where, uh, like, didn't he catch them, like, maybe being in the bedroom together? Like, his mother and some other, her Yeah, they say at the lover. end that, they say at the <laughs> yeah. end, they say at the end that, like, he killed his, like, his mother's lover and his mother at the same time. Right. Yep. So it's like, yeah, like, it's, I don't know, like, it's the first time they actually bring up sex, like sex as a motivator, as opposed to like revenge as a as a as a murder kind okay. of thing. Like I, that's what I like about this is like. But then, but why would he even like want to murder Marion then? Because he's attracted to her. Okay. I don't know if I can, I can fully. See I I can see it, but I don't know if I can fully get behind that idea. It's like, I even like the idea of like when he first sees her, like when he comes to and tries to hide the the crime, like when he first sees her and then he turns away and covers his mouth, like one person could say like he's doing that because he sees that she's dead. I want to say he's doing that because she sees he's, she's naked. Mm. Okay. Like it, it's like a whole. I don't know. Like I, I love. I don't think you're wrong. I just I don't know if I completely agree. It's a different with it. take on it than what I would see, but I I can see it though. But I, but that's what I like about this. Is like I feel like this is where Alfred Hitchcock gets more edgy with like his his crime dramas. Like before this, it's all about revenge. Like like all you know about sex is that they're sleeping together. Now I want revenge. But from here, it's like it's very sexually based. Like. The fact that you're attractive makes me want to kill you because I want to have sex with you. Yeah. And, like, that's... I feel like I feel like that makes the whole genre of Alfred Hitchcock more interesting because now he's taking the idea of revenge and revenge in the sense of, I'm attracted to you, now I need to kill you because society won't let me, like, feel this way about you. Yeah. And uh, if we can, like, kind of double back to, like, the movie-making aspect of this... So he initially wanted to make this with Paramount because he was making all of his previous movies through them, I think. Yeah. And they're and he's already had he's already on TV with success of like Alfred Hitchcock presents at this point. Yeah. So he's got that whole thing going on. And this script came to him and he wanted to make it and Paramount was like, I don't know, it's pretty risque. I don't 
want to put like our name on this. Yeah. But like we're gonna kind of like pussyfoot around it and not say no really. So he went to Universal to make this movie. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll make this movie. But Paramount <laughs> wasn't fully out yet. And yeah. so both of them are joint producing this movie, which wow. I found very odd. Because when I was watching this, I'm like, the Universal like whole thing played. Oh, yeah. And then it showed the Paramount Golf Pictures or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is fucking weird. And so Paramount's name is almost on this just in namesake only because like they were trying to shortcut him here and there. Like everybody was oh, yeah. right. Yeah. They barely gave him any money to make this movie. Yeah. And so like, even to save money, that's why he withdrew his salary. Yeah. So like he didn't, you know, that wasn't a cost up front. He's like, well, if this movie is any good, I'll take 60% off the back end. Smart ass fucking deal. Yeah. This movie did gangbusters, even though it was met with super, like controversy when it came out because he didn't yeah. want any critics seeing the movie before it came out. Yeah. Like he even had like a little intro and outro to the movies. Like, please don't spoil this movie for anyone. Like when you see well, it. Yeah. There don't... was a, there was a thing. I remember when we went, uh, during our, uh, movie class that there was a thing where critics would just show up in the middle of when the movie was playing and wait for the next showing, mm-hmm. he would lock the doors to the theater to make sure no one would come in yeah, don't be before late the movie yeah. started playing. And then, yeah, and then when the movie started, then he would lock the doors again. Yeah. Like, it was, like, he made sure that, like, you have to watch this from the beginning to the end. You can't come in in the middle of it. Yeah. And he also made his assistant buy, because this is based off a book. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he made followed. his assistant buy all the copies of this book from wherever he could find it just like the freaking trump administration <laughs> so nobody could find this book and figure out the ending it was the second best movie of 1960 as far as box office goes um yeah so uh and they ended what was up the first one swiss family robinson oh my oh, god okay. that's weird i want to guess that um but uh somewhat it was somewhat successful like I think in current money, it was like $71,000 they spent on buying back books. Just, Jesus. Just so like people couldn't find them. And wow. For whatever they, uh, what research I did on the movie, they pretty much found almost every copy that was available to get off the shelf so they couldn't get it. So he did he went all out in well, trying yeah. to protect well, the like, script. Well, like, even, like, the... So I knew about the shower scene, but, like, when I saw this in my uh, film class, it was actually a surprise when, like, he's the mother at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, it was... That was a surprise for me, too. And yeah. it's like, man, I feel like if I would have actually seen this when it came out, I would have been like, this movie got me fucking twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. it, it, it goes so far, like... Even, like, down to where it's like, okay, so Janet Lee gets murdered. What the fuck just happened? Right. Where do we go from here? Right. And then, like I said before, like, I'm not going to say sympathize with because you guys are going to fucking shit on me again. <laughs> How'd like, you know? The fact, <laughs> but like the fact that, like, Norman Bates is the only character you can, like, latch on to now because, like, right. he's the only one. He's, like, the person you've known the longest compared to everyone else that's going to be in the rest of the movie. Like, you kind of sympathize with him in the way that's, like... Well, shit, like, his mom's fucking out here killing people. Right. He's trying to cover it up. Of course, he loves her. Like, 
Where, She's what's... invalid. Yeah. What? <laughs> invalid <laughs> in the sense that she can still get up and stab people. <laughs> yeah. But like... yeah. But it's like, what, what's he going to do? Like, how is he going to cover this up? Like, what's he like? He's he, he's innocent. He's innocent in all this shit. So like, you kind of feel for him in that sense still. So then when like, when like the second half kicks in, where it's like his sister and like her boyfriend show up, and they start fucking uh, being sleuths. Yeah, start fucking with him, like. And, like as much as you want her murder to be solved, you still feel sorry for him because you feel like he's he's an innocent person, he's an innocent bystander in all this shit that's yeah, going trying on. Trying to just clean him up, mess that yeah. he doesn't want to get in the middle of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Until you find out the end that he's the one that's been causing it all. Right. How about the detective falling down the stairs though? I Molly, have that in my notes. I was waiting. To I get told there. Molly because me and Molly watched this together, and I was like, "You need to at least stay awake until my favorite scene of the movie." <laughs> She still fell asleep, so I woke her up to watch fucking Arbor Gas stumble down the stairs. Because it is the most fucked up. Green screen, just oh zoomed God. downstairs. Like, he gets cut in the face and just... Yeah. <laughs> so good. The, the freaking background just closes in up on him, and he's just like... That, so, thinking about how he was falling down the stairs made me laugh. Because, yeah. like, even you see his, like, feet on the last few seconds of the fall just, like, slipping downstairs. Like, did he? That would be so funny to see him slipping down an entire flight yeah. upstairs. So, Gus Van Sant made a shot for shot remake of this. Right, in the 90s? Yeah, it's in the ni- it's, 90s. It was in the 90s, because yeah. Anne Hache plays uh, Marion Crane in it. But. I would only I would say the only reason to go watch that version is because William H Macy plays Arborgast in it. <laughs> yeah. So to watch William H Macy play out the, that exact same scene is worth watching. Is the that Gus the Vince Vaughn scene. psycho? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Where the, the it's shot for shot. The only thing he changes is that when he watches Marion Crane through the through the the peephole, he jerks off. Yeah. Oh. Why? That's a thing. <laughs> That, okay. al- that almost like ruins it ru- the whole yeah. mystique it, it, of Norman it's like, Bates. It's like kind of be- yeah, it's kind of being like he's doing it for sex, guys. Yeah, like it makes no fucking sense. Okay. Yeah, I kind of do want to watch that though, like just for the f- like. I heard it's like just a like bastardization yeah. of the movie, but it's, it's but it's a fucking awesome cast though. Like it's, it's Vince Vaughn, yeah. yeah, Vince Vaughn. I think Julianne Moore plays uh, Marion Crane's sister. Okay, like. There's, there's, it's a badass cast. It's like, it feels why like. Why did you need yeah, to make it's this? It's just a big fucking pile of why. Like, yeah. the whole time you're watching it. If you're just gonna plagiarize, essentially, yeah. the initial one. He plagiarizes it and just puts it in color. That's all he does with Psycho. <sighs> but it still makes me want to just see. Now, it, <laughs> maybe it did its work. Like, it's, it's, it's curious, just curious alone. Uh, makes me want to see it. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, she gets stabbed in the shower. Famous shower scene. Yeah. Chocolate syrup going down yeah. the drain. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. I love the I love that whole scene too. Just based on like, so they do the whole thing where they like zoom in on the on the uh the shower drain, and then it like slowly morphs into like her eye, where it's like you're watching the life slowly leave her and shit. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. Like, it's good. Yeah, like. Like I said, like, when we were talking about, like, how he was building up to something, and I said this was Psycho, it's like, 
all of like the plays that he did with like with like murder involved, like it felt like he was just filming a play. This is like him taking that aspect of here's like a very dramatic murder type drama and now I'm going to add like cinematography to like those like drama murder type plays that I was doing. Like you can't you can't I don't think you can do a play of Psycho. But you can do a play of of Dylan for Murder and and Rope because they were before. But now he's like he's taking this novel of Psycho and he's like I'm going to take all of my references that I made from like Dylan for Murder and I'm Dylan for Murder and Rope and throw them into this novel so I can add cinematography to them and yeah. make them more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have fucking loved this if I would have seen this without knowing anything about it. It's <laughs> when it, I but it, it would have been even the point of our birth. Yeah. we would. It's impossible to not <laughs> like know something first, about like, this movie. The first thing they do when I was born was show me Psycho. Yeah, I know. Or, <laughs> But it's like, it's so ingrained in pop culture mm-hmm. right now. Like, I knew nothing of Psycho. But I knew the shower scene. Exactly. Like, I knew what Norman Bates was. Like, I knew quite a bit about this movie going in. The only thing I didn't know, which I was surprised when I got to it, is that Norman Bates ended up being his mother. Like, that's the only thing I didn't know. Yeah, that was the only thing that I knew, too. So, and that actually blew my mind that somehow that didn't, like, like, get to my brain before it happened. I don't think there's a bottle opener in here god damn it all right um i'm gonna get a bottle opener talk amongst yourselves so i also like the fact too that like in a ton of scenes where they're driving cars they go out of the passenger door because i didn't notice that well the only reason i did notice it was because of the film class is because the cameras were so close to the the driver's side when every time they pulled up that they couldn't open the door and get out without like bumping into the camera. So for whatever reason, they had them all go out the passenger side door and it happens quite a bit. If the, if it's a profile view of the car and it's on the driver's side, they're always going out the passenger side door or coming in the passenger side door and scooting over on the bench seat to drive. Really? It's an, Oh yeah. I don't know why. Like, they couldn't just zoom in with the camera. Like, I don't know if that wasn't available. So, like, <laughs> I kind of knew about this because, so I, I listened to, like, a, when I first got, like, when I got the first season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they do a commentary over, like, an episode, and they said, like, that that's, that's, that's still the same thing, that's, that's still a thing today, but, like, they'll still do it where it's, like, They'll film it, and then they have to completely reset the camera to film the next scene of like them getting out of the out of the car. Yeah. So they said that there was one time where they they uh, they saved time by like making Caitlin Olsen be like, "Can you get out of the car while I take this phone call <laughs> <laughs> to the waitress?" <laughs> so like I, I I always think about that where it's like, "Hey, we're gonna save some time by just you being a dickhead and being like, I got I have this phone call. Can you get out of my car, please?'" <laughs> <laughs> like that's perfect. <laughs> uh, um, my next note is the stair fall is the is quite impressive. Um, oh my god, and I lo- I love it. Like, oh, so when that a private investigator shows up, um, and goes and eventually gets to Norman Bates, 
Yeah. Like, I was almost nervous for Norman Bates. And I... Dude, I love, like, his way of showing nervousness is, like, when he, like, chews on his, like, fucking candies and shit. Yeah. Cause, like, well, when... But he also starts to stutter, too. Yeah, he stutters and stuff, and, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, Norman Bates is such a fucking good character. Because it's, like, he... He has, like, this way of looking pathetic when he's about... When he's, like, on the verge of being caught, where, like... It... Pardon me. Kind of sympathize with him. Mm. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? What are we getting down here now? But I love it. Like, even, like, down to, like, so, like, he talks about, like, his stuffed birds and how he loves birds and shit. Like, there's, like, one scene when, like, uh, he asks him to look at this uh, signature in his in his guest book. Uh-huh. And he kind of leans over and, like, you can see him still chewing on his candies. Like, it reminds me of, like, when, like, a bird is, like, in a, in a fucking, like, sitting there, like, How's that go? Get the Patreon to if see that. only we had a Patreon. Oh, my God. But, like, you see, like, birds, like, kind of, like, when they're, like, they're, like, chewing, like, bird seed or whatever. Like, like he what? feels like he's turning on, like, he's, he has, like, these, like, weird bird mannerisms when he's, like, getting nervous and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, especially when he's leaning in, looking into that book, like, he has, like, this weird, like, his chin turns into this weird beak when he's, like, turned over, like. <laughs> that is, no. <laughs> I will agree. Though. That is a really cool scene when he leans into the registry book. Yeah, and they focus on like the bottom of his chin. Yeah. Oh like yeah, it, that's an odd shot. Like it, it, Super it, odd shot. But, but like, because he's, he's so obsessed with the birds, like it feels like he like it's this weird like nervous tick of like like you kind of connect it to like, I like did the not birds. Connect it to. I want to see you do that more often. <laughs> I did not connect it to birds know. whatsoever. Like, I got I the know, nervous energy weird. out of it. It's yeah. weird because birds are so like ominous throughout. Like when when like Norman is in there, like when he, the when shit that, you come up with. When, no, like, when he's like when he's having that conversation with Marion, I feel like there's like a bird in every fucking like scene. If Hitchcock were alive, he'd go. What the fuck are you talking I'm about? I'm sure he would be, but it's like. When he's having that conversation with Marion, it always feels like there's like a bird watching, like what's like while they're talking, like because there's like fifty birds in that yeah, room. Yeah, but still, <laughs> like it's just like what the fuck were these birds watching everything that's going on? Like I don't know. And then I don't know. Maybe it's just like the fact that 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 was so sunk into me that I just connect Norman Bates to birds. Like, like anything that he does felt like a bird mannerism. It was weird. <laughs> Do you swallow gravel to put in his gizzard? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what the candy was doing. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, I I did not connect him to birds at all. <laughs> so that's all you. But I did like when that private investigator came and like totally like changed Norman Bates's story. Yeah. So did you ever see this girl? No. Well, handwriting looks very similar to this. Oh, oh that girl? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. She came and left kind of quick. I uh, made a few calls and kind of like, how do you know she made calls? I don't know, I don't know if she made any calls, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I but mean, it's I, typical Hitchcock, right? Like, yeah. from the, the movies you've seen so far, like, you've got a plan, you execute the plan, and then it starts to fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, just unravel. Even though, like, he, like, it's weird that, like, Eventually, you find out that he is the murderer, and you feel nervous for him. Like, it's it's a great job in this movie. Yeah. It's like, God, he's so charismatic. 
Like I don't I, I don't want to see him caught, but he's 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 getting close to it. He's yeah. tripping up. Like you're fucking up, dude. Like Even, when the boy you murdered. <laughs> like what should I care? Oh man, when the boyfriend interrogates him, he's just a total asshole. Like so you fucking did something, you piece of shit. Like he's just like <laughs> really in his face. He's yeah. like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so what? So yeah. You want that money? You want the money? You piece of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really feel comfortable right now. <laughs> like, I, I was trying to keep him. Like his whole job is supposed to be to keep him in the office while uh, Marion's sister searches the house. But he's doing a fucking awful job. Yeah. So all he's doing is being like, "Hey, fuck you, asshole!" Like, the whole time. Like, what? How is that keeping him in the fucking office, you asshole? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we t- already talked about the private investigator finding his end at the bottom of the stairs. Um, after that, and, and the private investigator doesn't return to uh, the sister and the boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, they decide to figure it out on their own. They go out uh, after talking with the sheriff and his wife. Also love that the sheriff demanded his wife make a phone call for him. That was kind of fun. <laughs> it's the 60s, man. It's a different 60s. time. It's a different yeah. time. It's a different yeah. time, man. But anyway, they venture out there uh, <laughs> and decide to do their own sleuthing. Sleuthing. And uh, they rent a room as a married, as a quote, married couple on their honeymoon or whatever and decide to sneak out very quickly and go up into uh, the Bates' house. Yeah. To see what the maybe find the mother or whatever that they saw in the window, um, they end up going down. Uh, the sister goes down to the fruit cellar to find the mother. Decayed finds her. What does she find? A bag of bones. That's right. A skeleton wrapped in a tightly knit a skeleton. Sk- a Jack sk- skeleton. A skeleton just cinched in with a nasty, gross skin. Uh. But also, oddly enough, when she finds the mother uh, dead, the mother, like, turns around somehow. And I'm like, how did that happen? She's in a rocking chair. That's well, no. true. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, that's right. She's, like, sitting there in a rocking chair, and, the, like, the sister, like, goes to turn, and then the whole skeleton, like, turns around, and, like, the the... The sister doesn't do anything, and the skeleton's like, ah! <laughs> it scares the shit out of everyone, right? She's like, oh my god! Uh, also, that was a fuck of an imprint in that bed. Oh my god, Oh yes. my god, it was like a fucking one-ton person. <laughs> I, I don't care if you were a decaying body, it would take a lot to make that imprint in that bed. That dinosaur laid in that bed. <laughs> Dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> so then she turns the skeleton around, right. and who comes through the back door? Old Normie. Old Normie, dressed yeah. up as his mother. Right. Old Norma. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, he, like, <laughs> his, like, struggle once the boyfriend comes in. Oh, dude. And controls him, like, he, like, crumbles to the ground. Yeah. But I love, but I like that, though, because, it, like, it's the reveal, because, like, I remember even watching it in our film class. I did not necessarily register that he was the mother when he jumped in. Where I'm like, "What was this weird person in this old wig?" And then as it like as he like 
tacks him to the ground and is like very slow. Like the wig falls off and like the dress falls off and you're like, oh shit, that's Norman Bates. What the fuck? True. Yeah. yeah. They did a good job of covering it up because like even when it gets to the stair shot on top where he like, I mean, he's talking as his mother. Yeah. Obviously. And he like carries her down the stairs. It cuts like right before you could even realize like it's not. Yeah. Like a real, like a live person. I had yeah. a note on that too that the top viewpoint they took on that camera mm-hmm. angle was really cool. Yeah. Because you don't know at that point. Right. Yeah. If you don't know the ending, you're like, oh, yeah. he's carrying his mom down to the fruit cellar. Yeah. Weird. If you're, okay. if you're yeah. taking it as like at Norman Bates' word, like if she's as an invalid as you take his word as, even though you've seen her like up stabbing people at this yeah. point. Yeah. Like it's just like this kind of limp body he's carrying mm-hmm. down the stairs. Yep. And you just accept it. Like, but okay, even right. yeah. yeah, but even before that, like even like down to like I don't know, but I fucking love the whole scene when he's talking to Marion in the in the lot in that uh, back room, whatever. That like there's like certain points where like he gets when he gets mad, like he speaks in a certain cadence that matches more with like how his mom speaks as opposed to how he speaks. Yeah, where it it, it kind of like leads to like the ending. Like, I think there's, like, one point where he talks about, like, how terrible people are, and he starts he starts speaking more like his mother yeah. than how he speaks, where I'm like, fuck, like, even that, even before even Marion dies, like, you start getting these, like, slow glimpses into, like, uh, in, into, like, Norman could be his mother, and, like, I love that whole shit, like... Watching this movie, knowing how even how it ends, like you get these small clues as to like what's going on, and it's ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, it's fun watching this movie, knowing all like the hidden parts of it, the secret mm-hmm. parts of it. Um, just seeing like, just what you said, like catching little mannerisms of Norman. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Or like when he that uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Like when <laughs> like when 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 he when he leaves the hotel and he goes up back up to the house and like Marion is goes back to her room. Like he just kind of like walks into the kitchen and he like sits like cross-legged like how a woman would and just like kind of plays with like the sugar bowl uh-huh. in the kitchen. You're like that doesn't seem like a like a manly thing to do. <laughs> but it's like like it's in the 60s like okay, maybe he's I don't know, maybe He's more feminine. I don't know, but then it's like maybe that's the mother, like protruding through. Like right. you, like when you listen to that psychiatrist at the end, where it's like the mother's been more in control than he has been up to this point. Where now the mother's fully in control. Like it's fun to watch this movie being like, when did Norman slow like slightly peek through, and when was the mother completely in control the whole time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it's super smart movie yeah, yeah it is <laughs> like even re-watching it knowing all of it like i'm like man there's a lot of great choices in this movie <sighs> i love it yeah <laughs> i'm I, not even gonna fucking lie i think i fucking love this movie so much i even like talking about it now i think i liked it more in retrospect than my initial rewatch. because initially i was gonna be like yeah, I liked it this time, but, like, I don't think I liked it as much as my initial viewing of it. Maybe because I went into it knowing nothing. Yeah. But, like, even talking about it now, I think I'm like, I think I liked it more than what I thought. <laughs> it holds yeah. up real well. It, it, like I said, like, I feel like it, it's just, like, this was Hitchcock's, like, this is this is my, what I'm going to make of all my murder dramas. Like, I'm going to 
take a character and fucking motivate him like how I mo- how I've motivated all my other characters in these murder dramas but make it more like weirdly realistic in a way like even like putting it down to where he had Marion Crane come in like it's it's definitely a movie like in two parts like Marion comes in and she's yeah. she's very like uh like the, the whole suspense of like Marion Crane's story is that like I stole this money People are following me and shit, and then it's like it's a, it's it's a crime that you could kind of see yourself doing, and then like the second half is supposed to be you're seeing Norman going through the exact same, uh, like panic, but through like the eyes of a murderer, where it's like here's something you could do. Now imagine that same feeling with what Norman's going through. Now you know what it's like to be a fucking murderer. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like. I, this movie is almost in three different parts because you have the whole Marion be- uh, part of this. And then once it gets to the Bates Motel and you meet Norman, then it's like it takes on a whole nother level. Yeah. And then once Marion's gone and then you have the aftermath of that, like, like, a like almost a retribution of it. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's great. Like, yeah. And I love I, even. I mean, I thought the maybe the first act went on like maybe a little long, but I mean, like if you didn't sit in that little suspense for that long, would it make that big of an impact? Like, I think uh, it takes away from know. the movie if you don't build yeah, in I, that little yeah, bit. I don't know though. I, I I even loved even up to, I loved almost all the way through where it was like, okay, yeah, Marion has the money now, and then it's like, okay, she has the money. I'm just waiting for her to get the boat get get to the Bates Motel to like offer <laughs> like because i knew what was going on but then yeah. like even up to that point it was like well then fuck like they still have all these like uh moments leading up to that where you're like oh shit like like you kind of feel the same suspense for her because it's like it, it you've you you can connect more with marion because she's more on your level of like this is something i would do it's still criminal but it's something i i would do i wouldn't murder someone but then they try to connect that with what, what Norman's going through, and you're like, well, fuck. If if this is, like, his version of, like, stealing some money, now I know what he's going through when he's being interrogated by all these people. Of like, did you kill this person? Yeah. Right. Uh, do we have any other notes about the movie before we get into our final grades? I, don't know. I still love the whole thing at the end when, like, the psychiatrist is, like, describing what Norman went through, and there's still guys in the background being like, Where'd that 40,000 go, though? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. I feel like that's like Hitchcock's, uh, like, comment on, like, well, we're, we're psychos, too, where it's like, we could, we could legit talk about someone that's murdered, like, probably five or six people and still be like, but where's the money? Right. <laughs> I also, well, just to go to that, too, like, I love that he goes to, like, get rid of the body and the money unbeknownst to him Mm -hmm. like in the car and he goes to sink it in the swamp and then for a second you don't think it's going to and you're like oh shit that's a perfect scene (laughs) yeah and again that's like one of those scenes where it's like it makes alfred hitchcock kind of like almost don't fucking yell at me root for him (laughs) hold my tongue but it does though it really does yeah where you're like holy he's fucked now right it's not sinking yeah like, I like how you know I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Uh, uh, um, one last fact I have, and this is outside of the movie. Um, I was looking up. I didn't know much about Anthony Perkins. 
Um, yeah. The guy that played Norman Bates. So I looked up a little bit of information about him. His wife is gorgeous. Oh, shit. Um, she died in 9-11. What? Anthony Perkins' wife was on the first plane that hit the towers. Oh, what? Yes. Wow. Yeah. You're blowing my mind right now. I know. Now. I was just looking. I just went down a shit. wormhole because I didn't know much about Anthony Perkins at all and what he did after this. Yeah. And then I found his wife, and his wife is very beautiful. And she died at like 50 years old. Really? On the first plane. She was on like a family vacation and she went home that morning and she was on the first plane that hit the towers on 9-11. Never forget. Yeah. And Anthony (laughs) Perkins died of HIV complications in 92. Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. But then... uh, So even before her? Like way before her? He died um, nine years before her and then she died on 9-11. Yeah. God. Wow. So I'm not not to bring the the podcast down, but I thought that was super interesting. Well, yeah, I didn't know... Well, thank you, Cole. I'm a fucking depressed. Hey, you know what? Let's give our grades. <laughs> F. No. Uh, well, for me, this movie is a strong A. A strong A. I don't know if I can fully commit to that A plus and say it's a perfect movie. Yeah. But like, it's damn near close. I won't. I. I'll, I'll jump right after you. Strong A as well. I will not. I'm going to say the same thing. A plus. I might have given Hamilton an A plus. <laughs> but I did could, you? I, Let me go back and check that. I feel like I gave Hamilton an A plus. But I am fucking really curious about that. For whatever reason, I feel like I could watch Hamilton a thousand times and not get bored with it. Um, Psycho. I'm. I, I'm so borderline. A and A plus, like you say the right words, and it would not take much to convince me that it's an A plus. But as of right now, I'm gonna stick with an an A, an how, A overall. Well, then how about these words, motherfucker? A plus. Oh! Wow! 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 wow, wow. I dang. Going into this, I I even went into this being like, yeah, this is this is like, I knew this was like his. Like, major film that people always... Magnum Opus. People always talk about Psycho being, like, his best film. I went into it being a little bit of a skeptic, being, like... I remember kind of liking it, but I don't know if I would like it more than... what Even what we've watched so far. And with this, I feel like he took everything that he's been working on up to this point, that we've even we've watched, and it's like, fuck. It's... That fucking good. Yes, you did give Hamilton an A plus. It's fucking great. As did you. Good. Yeah. My name is well then Alfred is, Hitchcock. Well then this is up with the Hamilton for me, man, because this is fucking A plus for me. I fucking loved it. Like he finds a way to make you connect with with like a fucking like a person that you would connect with. He makes you connect with someone that you wouldn't connect with just based on the fact that this person's going through the same shit he like that she's going through what he's kind of going through, even though. He killed her. Man, dude, it's so fucking good. I yeah. love Psycho so fucking much. Yeah. And just watching it, just watching, like, it's it's pretty much what I said before. It's Bruno from Strangers on a Train, but he perfected it to a point where it's like, this is a person that you would not be fucking weirded out by. Like, he's weird, but he's not weird to the point where it's like, fuck that guy. Like, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I trust Until he you. says a boy's best friend is his mother. 
Even then, it's like, <laughs> even then, like, I feel like, I feel like Norman Bates is that kind of person where it's like, yeah, he's weird, but he, I'm not threatened by him until, yeah, right, right. until that point where he fucking kills you in your sleep or in the shower. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I, I love that whole fucking scenario of him. So yeah, this is a fucking A plus for me. It's like the the shower scene's fucking terrifying. Norman Bates is fascinating. The whole fucking Marion Crane uh scene up leading up to that like makes you invested up to where she's fucking murdered. Yep. The whole goddamn movie is perfect. I love You're it. You're a, a+. fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> I love Psycho. It's A plus, motherfucker. It's good. It is good. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There's Psycho right there, capping off our Hitchcocktober. This is like a two and a half hour podcast already. It's two hours and 31 minutes. So oh, wow, my God. Wow. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else you guys have been into? If you've been into anything else? Not this week because the podcast is too long. Okay. Okay. I'll bring it, I'll bring it up. Uh, uh, I'll just bring it up. I'll, I watched uh, Borat, the, first, the second Borat. Yeah. It's good. Rudy Giuliani's a fucking creep. <laughs> was he jerking off or tucking in his shirt? He was dumb jerking off. <laughs> his hand was in his pants for too long to not be jerking off. Okay. It's one. Of, it's one of those if you shake it twice, you're jerking off. Kind oh, of things. Gotcha, gotcha. That's like the only thing I've heard about the movie is yeah, that fact yeah. right there. Like he claims he was taking his microphone off. Well, his microphone was still wasn't off by the time he was caught, and his hand was in his pants for at least five seconds. So, yeah. He was jerking off. Great. So, yeah. Fucked Rudy Giuliani. And, um, me and Molly watched Rear Window. Uh-huh. I would highly suggest watching Rear Window. Okay. Fantastic movie. so fucking good. J- Jimmy Stewart's really good in it. God, that, that scene at the end when, like, it looks like his girlfriend's about to be murdered by the fucking dude next door... He plays it in a way where, like, I almost started crying because he starts crying. Whoa. It's so fucking good. And okay. then, the, and then the end where it looks like the guy's like trying to break into his apartment, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking good." Yeah, well, don't so ruin t- it for me. All right, I well, already can't wait till next Hitchcocktober because we have <laughs> Rear Window, Vertigo, Nor- Vertigo, North by Northwest, oh, The Birds. I like, want to have four movies already. I know. I'm trying to convince Molly to watch North by Northwest because it's free on Amazon. I think. So I want to watch that again, because that fucking Mount Rushmore fight scene is so fucking good. Maybe we need a Hitchcock January. (laughs) Hitchcockuary. Hitchcockuary. (laughs) But no, yeah, Rear Window, definitely check it out. It is fucking amazing. And the whole, like, even reading that, that whole, like, apartments across the street was one giant set. If you watch that shit, it is enormous okay there's like 20 people in those fucking apartments across in that one set it's fantastic all right good deal i uh i am five episodes deep into season two of the boys oh oh yeah fantastic i love it i can't wait to finish it it. could you possibly finish it by uh our next monday show for sure okay i have sunday totally free i will finish it that's Gives me an idea for our next Monday show after our next Monday show. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I got just 
something small. It's not necessarily I need to add it now because I know we're like, short your life. on time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're low on tape. Dick uh, joke. We got, uh, uh, we're running out of tape, guys. So we were, uh, we were running out of tape two and a half hours ago. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to call it to a close right here. Guys, awesome uh, show. Fans, friends of the show, great. Awesome in terms of length. Uh, it, it, anything you can argue with the show is long. That's it. That's it. Fine, fine. It's like you just do like half your work day. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm glad we got so much responses to the the candies top five. That was great. We pies need, coming up. We might need to do a Monday show for the pies because that was a lot of candy response. <laughs> Hey, if we get as many responses for pies, let's do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Speaking of Monday, Monday we've got the 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 finale finale. of our review review, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Halloween special special. That's right. So tune in for that. Yeah. Uh, If you want to... uh, uh, We're not only talking (laughs) 25 through 30, but we're talking our top five of all time. That's right, for Simpsons. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, so oh, no. we'll 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 Need gather that during the break. Oh, uh, no. If people want to talk Treehouse of Horror with you, JT, before we get to Monday's show, where can they do that? You can find me at Buckyron. Also, Buckyron Instagram, Buckyron Snapchat. Only Twitter though. I'm <laughs> gonna check those other two that I just said. It's just a fucking instinct. Yep. There you go. Hot take. Hey, I'm drunk. Hit me up at Jake Cage on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. At Jake Cage. Oh, my. my Hit me up at oh, no. Coach Havens on Twitter and talk to me about anything. I like to talk. I will talk. Let's talk. About anything? Hey, Troy. How about you, buddy? <laughs> you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter. While there, the Tournament of Random Movies is chugging along. Round one still going. It is... Oh my god. Unforgiven. Unforgiven versus Hidden Figures. There you have it. Uh, so vote for that while you can. Uh, all of our episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as almost every other podcasting platform there is. Currently, I've been in uh, Google Podcasts recently. Trying that out quite a yeah. bit more. A great interface. Wow. You can download stuff there. Streams real easy. Uh, I might even like it more than Pod... Ca- uh, what was it? Not... Uh, Podbean? Podbean? Well, no, Podbean is our... Not Podbean. Mother. What, what was I using? Pod Pod Podbean is mother. Podbean is mother. Podbean is mother. Uh, what was I using for father? What was I... Uh, Podcast Addict. I was currently uh, using that, but I think I might like Google Podcasts as a simpler interface what do i use i'm gonna see what i use um anyway that's i use podcast republic is it good do you like it it's okay 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 anyway all of these can be found pretty much anywhere spot we're also on spotify we're on apple Podcasts as well if you happen to use apple Podcasts, you can rate and review us there because if you like the show that helps other people find the show we need to find a way to get on apple Podcasts so we can read bad reviews about us yeah i I can never re- fucking remember my I can't login for it. I how to get into it. I only made an account on there to put our things on there, and I've never opened it up again. So I'll figure it out sometime. I wonder, because 
your brother Corey said that there was a bad review about us that I really want to read. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll I figure read it out. It so bad. We'll figure it out. Anyway, and if you want to write into the show, like a slew of uh, friends of the show like did tonight, half the world's population did tonight. Uh, we got people from all over the world. We got people from the UK. We got people from Australia. People from the US. We got yeah. every gamut Everywhere. covered right we now. Every corner of the world, baby. And we love them all. Oh, you bet we fucking do. Uh, if, and if we want to get those Tim, even Tams, if they hate me, we if you want to get those Tim Tams in her belly, Jude, hit us up. Our I'll Tim give, Tams and Twix. I'll give you a a a, box, uh, a PO box you can send them to. Yeah. Um, and we'll try them on the show. But anyway, that's oh, and that's at reviewreviewpod at gmail dot com. Uh, coming up Monday, we're also doing Treehouse of Horror. Finishing Treehouse that up. Treehouse of Horror finale. And then Thursday. A week from now, OJ's pick. OJ's pick for our slap shot. We're uh, our uh, pleasing our fans edition. That's right. <laughs> Fan appreciation so, yeah. month. Our service- I'm drunk. I can't even keep my eyes open. <laughs> Servicing our fans. That's right. Month. Fan service month. We're oh, doing we're gonna give all HJs under the table. So uh, check it out. It's free on Amazon Prime if you have it right now. Looking forward to it. So that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. Come Monday, I'll give our second uh, uh, show. Oh, exciting. Ooh. There you go. Oh, exciting. So there you go. Tune oh. in for that. Put that carrot in front of you. That's right. Dangle that carrot in front dangle, of you. Dangle, baby. Jay Dangle. <laughs> Put that carrot. <laughs> Jay Dangle. The fly is on your goddamn mic right now. What? I'm going to kill it. No, don't blow. <laughs> don't blow. I was going to Anyway, kill that's going to be the show. Guys, run out. Tape tape has run out. Tape has been run out uh, for two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> so until next time, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Jalapeno Mr. <laughs> Coach Havens. This has been too long. And we are off.